Oh, thanks for the sub, Kwanzai and Rightwell. <laughs> Welcome to the Tuesday Show. My name's Davey G. And I am James Chen. How's everybody going? Here's what we're doing today. We're going to be talking about the DLC that have come out in, like, every fighting game. Uh, we're going to be talking about a couple of tournaments, including one... Uh, probably could have, should have been a big one. Uh, we're going to be talking about the YouTube news with the... All capitals, C-O-P-P-A, the COPPA, uh, Children's Online capital. Privacy Protection. Uh, it's all good, dude. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, we'll have interesting 5-5 matchup discussions as well, and a few other items to point out in terms of the community as well. But let's begin by talking about the various game DLCs that have come out over the past uh, few days. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. There is. I mean, everything just seems to be happening at once, but it feels like that this is the way that the end of the year is probably just going to be these days because yeah. this is where all the championships are and it's time for season two, right. et cetera, et cetera. So uh, I was messing a little bit with Soul Calibur Six. Okay. I have not had a chance to mess with um, Hilda yet. Okay. I was trying to purchase the DLC. I saw that. Like, <laughs> I was having some tr yeah, I was having some weird problems with that, but I did mess with Killick. I got to mess with like the new training mode. I mean, like it's a significant change, right? This is not just hey, let's let's add in a few small things here and there to every character. This is like they they made some significant changes, a lot of gameplay changes, just new ways for everybody to enter Soul Charge by doing an attack, so you can combo into Soul Charge. You know, there's all these new mechanics and new moves and a lot of balance uh, stuff. And again, Soul Calibur VI probably setting the precedent for uh, patch notes still. Uh -huh, yeah. Because it still has the categories and whether it's a buff or right. nerf. Right, little arrows. Even yeah. sometimes a buff nerf, you That's know right, what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, I, I feel like they're still doing the best. Uh, yeah, with their with their patch notes. No, totally. So, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. You, you definitely get a feeling for like why things are happening, which is really nice. Mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm. always good to see. Uh, yeah, talk to me about uh, Killick, or if you've looked into other characters as well. You got the whole patch notes yeah, up there. Yeah, I got the whole patch notes. I didn't get a chance to look into anything past Killick. Uh, and again, you know, I'm I'm kind of out of the loop for season for the previous patch, yeah. so it's hard for me to say like, oh, this is such a crucial thing. I mean, they gave him a couple uh, of nice uh, moves. Uh, side sidewalk A B now I, I think it looks like it's I mean the training mode it's always hard to tell if it's yeah. a true combo or not but I think it's a true combo that with a with a nice uh, horizontal swipe and everything that'll knock down and such so but uh, he's got new moves in his soul charge we can just shoot up little energy columns and kind of aim for it but it looks like it's dodgeable his monument stance got a couple of uh, buffs as well. Uh, I didn't know that was called Monument Stance. Yeah, like okay. quarter circle forward where he goes... Yeah, I, I can... Yeah, yeah, yeah that I thing is called Monument. And uh, he's got one where he backsteps and pokes you really far with the low that mm -hmm. knocks down. Very sidewalkable, but then he's also got a built-in frame trap uh, option that he can... That if you don't... If you get up normally, he just hits you with an unblockable. Oh, damn. Like, okay. it's literally a knockdown into unblockable oh, that you have to roll. And if Sick. you don't roll, you're, you're going to get hit by the <laughs> That's unblockable. That's awesome. Okay. So, so yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean there's definitely a lot of changes here, but again, like you look at this, it's just it's they did nerf the damage of his grab super in come okay. on. Come, come on, on. alright, yeah. It was so totally fair. Uh-huh. It was to I mean it got nerfed, the damage was so scaled when you comboed. Oh, yeah. oh terrible. Yeah. Terrible. You could duck it on reaction. Oh, God. Like, what a unusable. terrible move. Yeah, exactly, dude. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but no, uh, seems pretty cool. Like I said, I'm I just looking through a lot of the characters. They can you, can you have... control F? 
ass for me? Uh, sure, no problem. Taroth. There you go. Alright. So, let's see. What do we got here? We got some greens? So, he's got a command added. This is him to get into the... I heard he got new grabs. What up? Oh, did he get new grabs? Uh, let's see. Command added. I mean, he's got a... Look at this. He's got seven new moves. This is what I mean. Like, characters are getting a lot of moves, right? Seven new moves in here. Titan swing definitely sounds like a command grab. Definitely does. The rack... Against opponent facing away, back throw has been changed to against opponent facing away. So I guess he has a, n a new back throw, uh, throw against someone's back, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, wicked judgment. Yeah, the, all these A plus Gs have got to be throws here. Yeah. So he's got wicked judgment, vile titan, etc. etc. Et what up, buddy? So. There you go. So. Rad, cool. I'll definitely check that stuff out. Uh, I haven't gotten to Calibre yet. I've been spending time on Tag instead. Right, but. yeah. And that's the crazy thing is, like, I, I want to get Tag, but see, the thing is, I have Tag on two consoles, so now I'm yeah, like, me too. how much do I want to... The, the DLC is expensive. I actually have it on three. You have, oh, because you have it on PC as well. I have it on well, PC as well. Right? Yeah, yeah, dang. So you got to get it on three platforms. Uh, well, so far I've only gotten it on PlayStation because that's okay. where people play, basically. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, but yeah, anything else to say about Caliber? Uh, I mean, it's out. Hilda's out. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to, to get looking into it, but, you know, it's just one of those things. I don't know if I'm going to be able to play it. Yeah, okay. It looks super cool. I want to play it. Everything that I've seen from it looks awesome. Yeah. It's just the too many fighting That's games That's okay. Thing. Yeah, look, I mean, I, I'll be upfront that I'm not intending to pick Caliber or Tag back up. Right. I'm not going to main them. Uh, I just don't have enough time for that. But I do think it's really interesting to check back in on games that I really like because mm -hmm. I like watching them a lot. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, although I'm not going to be, like, competing in them or anything or commentating <laughs> them, I do really want to know what's up or, or so that I can at like, least watch and have yeah, fun. Yeah, so not even, like, I mean, not even competing or commentating, but even just playing fun casually. You yeah, know, well, maybe I'll do that occasionally. Like, it's it's nice to have games up your sleeve so, like, if one of your buddies is like, hey, let's play whatever, you can be yeah, like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh, uh -huh, you know? uh -huh, so, yeah, exactly. maybe, maybe to that degree. But, um, no, Dude, I'm we are cat not intending to, to play for reals. But it is really cool to see the stuff that's going on in Soul Calibur. Uh, I've mm -hmm. seen a lot of Twitter videos, people putting out tech oh, yeah, for yeah, okay, okay. Uh, Ivy looks like she's got some new cheap stuff as well. Wonderful. I'm really interested in checking out. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I haven't had a chance to get The next character I was going to look into was Talon. Okay. Because she was a character that I thought about picking up. Okay. So I was going to check to see what kind of stuff they gave to her. So, uh, But just like I said, I was going to try to get to Hilda before we started the stream so I could read about all the stuff she should do so I could describe to you. Yeah. See if she was still the same thing where you hold a button, I charge, she kind of stuff yeah. like that. Uh, I didn't get a chance. I will say that I do like the Japanese voice way more than the American voice based off of the trailers that yeah, I've that's, seen. Yeah, I think that's true. But um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, I haven't had a chance to see. I mean, have you seen seen any initial thoughts on how Hilda is? I've only seen people talking about like some of the stuff she does, not anybody who's talking about whether she's strong or not. Okay, okay. Not that I've seen yet. Gotcha. Maybe I've missed it. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's true. Hilda and Hilda were both DLC. That uh, is true. Yeah. Uh, if anybody does have impressions on Hilda in the chat, happy to spread it around Right. if you are interested. Hey, check it out, V for Charlie. There you go. I don't know what you mean, the irony. What are, what are we talking about? Oh, it's V for Charlie. I've got you guys. i got you guys. But yeah, anyway. 
Sorry to not have more to say about uh, Soul yeah, Calibur yeah, myself. Yeah, no worries, no worries. Uh, I've heard a lot about BB Tag from Olaf. He's been talking about it a lot. Yeah. Yumi seems to do a crap ton of damage. Well, I would say that, um, yeah, so that's what I've seen as well. Uh, I've seen, so the new characters that are out are, are Blitz Tank, Akatsuki, Yumi, Celica, Suzano, Adachi, Elizabeth, Hilda, and Neapolitan. Yeah. There's a ton of stuff that's yeah. new. That's new. Nine characters. Huge and amount. and some characters even like he was telling me that nine even had an assist changed. Like that's how that's how I don't think I knew that. That's how significant some of the balance changes have been. Right. So yeah, and so there you go. But um from what I had heard from him, Yumi does a ton of damage. Right. Uh, he loves Neapolitan, which is okay. really cool because that's a character that I was kind of interested in. Oh, really? In okay. From when I was on Arc Live and messing right. with them, she seemed really interesting. She to seems me. to have a lot of options. She's yeah. got a lot of stuff going for her. Yeah. But what what Olaf described to me is like she might not be great in the long run of things okay. because this game is so. I'd say degenerate in the nicest Absolutely. way possible, yes. right? We all know that this game is degenerate. Oh, for sure. Right, you know, it's Marvel. It's the it's new Marvel, Marvel right? Yeah. But, you know, so everybody can outright kill you. She can kind of mess you up with, because she's apparently got very dirty resets. Right, right. So she basically will kill you in a good, like, Street Fighter 5 e sequence. I mean... You right. Know, so, whereas everybody else will just kill you outright. Yeah, so it doesn't seem like she does as much damage as, as I think right. people might have hoped. But mm-hmm. she does, again, have a lot of good options yeah, yeah, for, for yeah, yeah. making the hit happen. Uh, exactly, place. exactly. Yeah. So, uh, she now. seems cool. I, I really want to play Blitz Tank That's as well, the character but I've put time yeah, into, right? I know. So, so, uh-huh. so I've spent a couple of days looking for Blitz Tank stuff, playing them online a little bit. Uh, I'm playing Blitz Tank Tager, obviously, <laughs> uh, no doubt. Blitz Tager. That's exactly what I've been yeah, calling yeah, it, uh, correct? Uh, actually, you should call it Blitz Tanker or something like nah. that. Yeah, okay. Blitz Tager it is. Okay, okay. Uh, Here's what I think about Blitz Tank. Um, I am very up in the air on the character. Okay, okay. okay so, okay. Uh, I mean... Just from first blush, I didn't expect it to be, like, a real character. I totally thought it would just be, like, a funny joke, which it is, and, like, not much more. So I'm coming into this being like, well, if there's, like, any strength in here, then that's cool. But right. I, So I do think that there's... It's not the case that there's no strength in the character, okay? So the... Blitz Tank is a tank, if you haven't seen it. It's hilarious. <laughs> uh, it has a laser... That it can sort of zone with. It's got some armor on stuff. Mm-hmm. Its dash is actually a super fast attack. Mm-hmm. Just goes bam, just across the screen right. like with immediately. With armor too. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got an unblockable. Jump it has an unblockable jump C. It's got like armor jump B. It's got a bunch of stuff. But like, what's its what is what's its like anti air? Like, what's its how does it play footsies? Like, I'm not really. There's like significant parts of a fighting game character where I'm like, I don't know what this character is. <laughs> uh, but it does snowball really well because it has setups where you do whatever combo into like far away knockdown, jump C as a meaty because it's unblockable full screen. Right, you can and lock then, him down with an assist. And yeah, like lock, him, lock, lock him down. Right, so what I'm doing is that plus Tig or Spark Bolt. Right. And if they if they do any of the rolls or if they quick get up or whatever, then it's the same timing to just do jump C for unblockable and the Spark Bolt's coming too and now you're switching into Tager and right, Tager does yeah. his whole combo and yada yada. It's just, <laughs> it's a, it's huge damage on what is basically an uncombo. Right. Um, so that's good. I like that. Is that enough to make up for the issues the character has? 
I don't know, because I feel like other characters are like basically it's killing like, anyway. You're basically <laughs> saying the same thing about what, yeah. what, what, what Olaf has said about Neo, right? Yeah. It's just, you know, you gotta go for the reset, uncombo kind of thing, whereas everybody else is like, ah, I'm just gonna kill you right now. And they buffed everybody's life, too. And right. it still feels like everybody is just killing. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah. for sure characters get deleted. Um, you can't play footsies with Blitz Tank because he has no feet. You have to tread carefully with him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice work on that, Rizal. Treadsies. Nice basically. work. Anyway, I think he's an interesting character. I just... Is is good? That I'm not sure You about. know, we'll the see. thing about it is, I think it's just going to be really cool that it turns out that he's not useless. Yeah, okay. And uh, he probably may not have tournament potential future but i think he's good enough it sounds like he's good enough and maybe if you just find the right pair with him that some things i really think taker sparkbolt like does a lot for the character Uh i think taker's really good in general whatever i mean one of the things that uh, olaf was saying too is that you know with uh, he was saying elizabeth seems really strong right yes that's what i've seen absolutely yeah and elizabeth zoning is really good and nine got kind of buffed, and he was actually saying that he feels like the the a zoning team of like Elizabeth uh, nine and one of the other characters I mm-hmm. forgot who is he it Hilda? mentioned. Hilda, yeah, 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 Hilda's yeah. looking pretty wild right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. A, a team of those between those three is starting to look like it could be a like zoning might be a real thing yes. now in yeah. BB tag. That's that's my feeling too. I wanted to talk about Hilda as well. Um, that's the character that I played back in Uniel. I didn't play Wald, I played uh, Hilda mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in that game. And so I looked into her here. Uh, you know, back when BB Tag came out, I tried to make a zoning team work. I just didn't think it was really plausible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hilda, I think, definitely does that. Like, okay. she she is super good at just pushing you back out to a range where she's strong at. She's super good at taking up a bunch of space without really taking much risk. Uh, I think she backs up characters really well. I think she's a character I'm looking at that. That could be oh, quite okay, strong. Okay, okay. Uh, as far as the other ones, I haven't seen too much of most of them. Right, yeah, I've seen yeah. like Twitter videos of like Celica doing. Come on, there's big damage nine and stuff. characters, man. Come on, that's all. You, <laughs> so bad. easy just to jump. I haven't in labbed there. every single one yet. I'm sorry. God, how could you not have? <laughs> I mean, jeez. But there, there definitely is a lot to explore. I which have is an really excuse exciting. not having checked out Hilda. I can't believe you haven't checked out. No, I'm sorry, Soul Calibur Hilda. Indeed. Yes. No. Oh, God, that just made that joke Hilde way too versus hard. Hilde. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. Too it's hard. tough out there. Okay. But there really is a lot to explore, and in a game like BB Tag, as I said, I mean, I'm not expecting to like really jump back in, super right. play it, but it's such an interesting lab game. It's the most interesting current lab game. And it's on the Nintendo Switch. And it's on the Switch. So if you're traveling somewhere and you just want to, like, investigate a fighting game, (laughs) it's the game. Right. Absolutely Uh the fighting game to do that with. Yeah. So I'm just having a blast. Like, I haven't even, I haven't played online a little bit, but I've mostly just been in training mode finding stuff, Mm -hmm. and it's been super fun. Yeah. Super fun. Yeah, just as a little complete minor aside, but that's kind of one of the things I did last night, too, because I was just like, I was messing with my Switch, and I was like, wait a minute, I have the Power Rangers game on here, right? Mm, yeah. And it's been updated forever, so I updated it, 
Uh, I grabbed it. I don't have the season one pass, so I okay. don't have a bunch of the extra characters, but I started messing with it, and I was finding, like, some sick combos. So, and, like, I just played practically a random team. I was like, uh, I don't know any of these characters. Right. Uh, these three. And then I found, like, a 90% damage combo. I saw that combo, combo dude. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was like, eh. And, you know, it just, it feels so much more fleshed out than when I first played it. So right. It just, I don't know. It was, like, really, really cool. And even, I think the way that they, ju- like, they... Uh, put in the you know infinite prevention systems, the different infinite prevention systems. Like they really fleshed out the limitations. Mm-hmm. Like I can get two launches, but as soon as you hit with the third launcher, they automatically flip out. Mm-hmm. And you know, just I'm not sure if that's how it was since the beginning, but uh, it feels like it's really fleshed out. And so that's another one that I have on my Switch that I can yeah. just mess with anytime. I just need to pick up a season one pass or maybe try to see if Clockwork can you know esports like, it. Yeah, oh. I might try to have okay. Esports your way in there. Uh, I mean, yeah, I should I should point out that I do think that that game is it's basically that game and BB Tag that are the current gen lab games. Like those yeah. are the two to check out. Wait, which one you're talking about? Power, Power Rangers oh, yeah, 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 and BB Tag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I really think they're two of the of the better like ever at that, but. Have you messed with Power Rangers at all? I've only played Power Rangers a tiny bit. Okay. okay. But it seems to me pretty clearly that it's very... Right. It's Marvel, right? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, another, it's another fighting game made by fans of Marvel. Exactly. Just like Skullgirls. Because exactly Skullgirls right. on the Switch is going to be the same thing. Exactly. It's going to be a super, super labbing game. You know? That subgenre, basically Marvel and its sequels or sequels, like... You know, mm-hmm. Power Rangers, BB Tag, and Skullgirls. Those are the best lab games. Mm-hmm. There's, mm-hmm. I feel no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I'm having a blast with Tag. Uh, yeah. What about Sindel? Let's talk about Sindel. Sure. So Mortal Kombat just got a new character out. Came out today called Sindel. Mm-hmm. She's not new. I mean, it's a returning character to be clear. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Been uh, in there uh-huh. since one of the early ones. She uh, was there since MK3. Yeah, is that right? I don't remember mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. MK3 is where she first So in MK9, she was, a, she was a zoner. She was like a hardcore zoner. Mm-hmm. And in this game, she's not really that, but she does have a variation where that's possible. So her base moveset, I think, feels really strong. Okay. She has great range. She has... I mean, 4-2 is half screen or more. It's right. gigantic. And an overhead. Okay, okay. Um, typically, when things are that range, they're highs, but this is an overhead, so you got to respect it, uh, which is really good. So she gets the party started pretty well. She, Did she get a combo off of that overhead? So in variation one, she has th- that's the like combo one. Mm-hmm. So she can co- combo into a like hair flip launcher that gets big damage out of it. Okay. In the other variations, it's not much of a combo starter, but you know that's the the trade off for her basically as it is for many is that there's one variation where there's like the damage launcher right. option mm-hmm. and then the weird ones. Right, right and that's right. definitely what Sindel is like too. So she has. The variation one, which is the damage one, right? So base character, good range, good um, mix up. So she just has overhead lows built in. She's got like what you need as a base right, character. Right, right. Then variation one is the damage on top of that. People are doing 400 damage, right? Right. Um, variation two is the weird one, and that's that's which what was, I'm interested. Which was is that the one with the flight stuff? That's the one with the flight. Because like everyone's yes. fighting the same flight combo. And we're all fighting the same flight combo. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> but it's really it's really fun. And, and everyone's and cool. like flight, and they're like, oh, let me come up with some cool flight combo. One hundred percent. This is so sick. Posted on the twitters, yeah. and it's like everybody. Has everybody that did the yeah, same thing. Uh, I did the same thing on stream earlier today. You yeah, can check on this stream. I did the same. thing. <laughs> uh, this combo's so sick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I just thought it was. I was yeah. like being unique about it, but right, obviously right, right. not. 
It's just like clearly they designed it. Uh, in fact, is it even good? Is it like optimal to do that? Right. Probably not. But right. I do think that that variation has a lot of really interesting movement and pressure potential. Okay. So okay. I'm, I'm very curious about that. And then variation three is a little bit more zone heavy. Okay. So she throws a fireball from the sky, a set of fireballs to sort of rain it down. She has a low projectile that literally is a low mm-hmm. and also ducks under most other projectiles. So she's a zoner and counter zoner in a way that she might not be as much in other variations. So, you know, which one of these do you prefer, right? Do you want the damage one? Do you want the weird one that we'll probably find really cool stuff right. for? Do you want the zoner off? How many of the characters do you feel like the weird one has actually turned out to be one of the strongest ones? Not that many. Not that many. <laughs> to be honest. It's almost always the launch damage one. Almost always the launch damage <laughs> one. I think that's true. I think that's fair to say. Oh, man. Okay, okay. By the way, how is Terminator panning out at this point? I think point? he's very good. He is very good? I think okay. he's very okay. good. Yeah. Okay. For a while... So week one... This is, But this is how it goes, right? Week one, this character is so good. Can you believe they let him do this right, much damage? Right, right. Uh-huh. His mix-ups are wild. The damage is absurd. Too good. Get him a nerf, please. Then week two, I don't know about Terminator. He might not be strong <laughs> enough. He has all these problems. It's not going to cut it. Of course, it. of course. No good. Um, anyway, he's good. Okay. <laughs> For sure. Okay, okay. But he, he, at least he's not like alien or predator. No, they don't do that anymore. Uh, no. Yeah, okay. Original Tanya. He's not like that, for sure. But good. Definitely. I feel definitely good. Okay. Cool, cool. <laughs> you know me. I like I like the ones that require a little bit more depth. The so I was watching there. Dragon. Dragon is extremely excited for Sindel. And he was playing, and he was using Variation 1 when I watched him. Okay. And that makes sense, because it's probably the best tournament one, at least to start. That's the launch damage That's the one, launch damage yeah. one. But... Yeah, I really feel like Variation 2 has a lot of juice going for it. So okay, it's, okay. Well, I'm sure there will be some, there's going to be somebody who like makes that one really work well, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Sendo, looking cool. How about just the Variation 3s in general? What's wh- how, how have they been panning out? Some of them are among the best characters in the game. Right, Johnny Cage, right? Johnny Cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny Cage. But like, have any of the other I think ones? Garrus is super good also. I mean, there, there are some that I think are extremely good. But I think some of them are middling. Some of them are not that great. This okay. just runs the runs the gamut. Okay. Really. Okay. Yeah. Cool. 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 All right. Uh, any other Sindel. of the crazy DLCs to talk? Oh, about? Oh yeah, ja- you're absolutely right to bring up Jackie's for sure. She Jackie's is extremely three? good. Oh, okay. 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 In gotcha. three, yeah, upgraded Jackie is one of the nuttier Someone characters. Says, I feel. Uh, also, Scarlet is pretty good. Yeah, Scarlet's good. Sure. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Kano right, is a good one. I mean, there's definitely good ones out there. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. I still think Kano is kind of a bum, but that's maybe the best Kano. Anyway, let's talk about SF5. They've been showing V skills on. Oh the yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So of course uh-huh. we mentioned this last week. Street Fighter V will come out with Championship uh, Champion now. Edition next Why year, but the. Is it not Championship Edition? I think it's Champion, but I'm like okay, sixty okay. percent on that only. CE, CE, CE. Yeah, yeah. Champ I think edition. it's Champion. What's what's SF two? Champion. Championship edition. Are you sure? Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. It is Champion, right? Okay. 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 It is just Champion edition. Okay. But okay. SF two was Championship. I'm pretty sure okay. SF two was Championship okay. edition. I said I think Kano's a bum. That's all. 
Um, anyway, so SF5 Champion Edition is coming out, as we mentioned last week. But the V-Skills, the new V-Skills, the new Balance Patch, right. that stuff is all coming out in December. Mm-hmm. And so they are rolling out the, like... Announcements of the V skills right. so online. Last week on we saw the Ryu, Ken, and Yurian one, yeah. right? And so Wait, what was Yurian? Uh, Gil. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> wow. Wow. I've already done that. Okay. okay. Geez. Yeah, I know. Uh, it was there. Theirs. I think we talked about it last week, didn't we? Because I believe we did. Yeah. Because uh, Ryu's obviously. Oh yeah. Because I talked about the fact that it like looks like it makes oh. the move miss and can if you can cancel it and charge it if it acts like the level one, level two. Uh, a focus attacks. Right, know, we did. We did talk plus. about that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this they also showed poison this week. Yeah, poisons they, is a forward cartwheel that you can kick on the other side if you go through them. Or it look it looks basically like um, Captain America roll that maybe you can do a follow. Right. I, I I have a funny. It's very probably similar to Rashid V Skill One, right? Because mm. you could roll do nothing. Sure. Because it says you can tack on a kick. Right. So I'm assuming that means you could just roll and do nothing. Presumably. Yeah. So aesthetically, I love it. Love it. I love it because Absolutely. it's so much more poison than poison. Because right? she had flip kicks, she had cartwheels and stuff in Final Fight. I I can't I can't talk about enough about how much I love poison in this game. Even her U.S. voice is just mm, so good. Great. I love her U.S. voice. I love every without your without the star. You know, yeah. like I love <laughs> yeah. I love everything about. Poison aesthetically in this game, right? Just I love the new hair. Oh, yeah. I love the the whip play style. Oh yeah, she doesn't throw fireballs all day and uppercut. I mean, God, going from the character that in Final Fight was supposed to be the fast character that jumped around was annoying to the slow paced fireball uppercut character was one of the most frustrating things. In Street Fighter Four's defense, it needed another character that had fireball uppercut. Right? Don't you think? Don't you think it didn't have enough? Maybe, but like. Why would you make her EX Fireball better than Guile's it EX Fireball? I thought we already had at least seven yeah, of those uh-huh. characters, by the way. So, anyway. Okay, I got you. Um, yeah, Poison looks super cool. The new V-Skill looks very interesting. Her existing V-Skill, I really like, actually. So for her, uh-huh. I'm not sure what you would do if you're a Poison player, because mm-hmm. I do feel like her existing V-Skill is good and useful for pressure and getting around fireballs and yada yada. Do you know if she does the V-Skill and the jump light kick that that's a true block ring if it hits you very late? Because I've tried uppercutting in between, and I don't know if I'm just too slow or I something. think the light one might be, but I okay. don't I don't okay. know if that leaves, leaves her plus okay. or not. The okay. people I play against never do that. Well, I guess I don't also have a DP, so I'm not sure. Okay, fair enough. Nobody ever does that. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay. Uh, Okay, there was also Cody. Cody. Now, here was something interesting. So, Cody has this new sway. Yeah. So, did you see Hoji's video? (laughs) Hoji FGC. He said, here is Cody's V skill 2 before it was announced. Oh, damn. He's like, this is what it is. Okay. And he went into, he was going through Omega Mode videos. And uh, Cody had a dodge. Got and he was it. like, this is 100% going to be... Because look, this is in there. This, hey, look, here's his V-Skill 1, right? And he did the same... He's like, why do I believe this? Look at Ryu. Here's Ryu. He has a parry in Omega mode. And here's another thing. He dodged uh, Yoga Flame and then, like, absorbed it and punched him. Is that and, like, so? Or something like that. It was just a very wow. similar animation. He's like, here you go. 
this is my evidence that Cody's going to have a dodge. And then Cody came out and he had a dodge. Omega mode is literally four years ago? Five years ago? Yeah, uh-huh. Five and, years ago. And they're still mining stuff from it. Because he was even showing, like, here's reused target combos. He has all of these. Here's Cody's target combo. He has this. and like That's wild. No, I didn't I didn't know about that. Yeah. Wow, so, so does that mean that Zangief's V-Skill is going to be the Stompity Stomp? What, what did he do in Omega mode? I yeah, don't even remember. He had, he had the... Uh, the, the EX stomp the EX super, stomp, 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 but it wasn't stomp. super. It was right, just right, yeah, stomp, yeah, stomp. Uh -huh. Would that be his? Yeah, v someone was saying that maybe Blanco's new V skill might be him electricing into the ground and jumping out of the ground. And stuff. <laughs> what? Yeah, because Omega Mode had the wildest stuff. I, in there, I don't remember that. Apparently, it was really funny because he had that video, and then basically the video came out with uh, with with Cody's V skill. Yeah. Everybody was tweeting Hoji. It was like profit, profit, profit. You know I mean? Wow, yeah. that's wild. It's actually that's wild. funny. Uh, anyway, Cody's looks cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got the dodge that has the attack out of it, so it's basically S groove. I don't know if the attack comes out automatically. That's what I wonder too. Right? Yeah, I don't know if you have to trigger or if you can dodge it and then attack someone. Yeah. I feel like you'd probably have to make it attack automatically because otherwise he would be super good. I don't know. Would that be? It would be good. Because if you dodge something, because then you could get full. Like if you dodge something like a roundhouse that's long enough delay. You might be able just to get like the most beefy damage. Don't you off think of that's that dodge? Skills V skill, reuse V skill. Yeah. Maybe that exists like at least four times already in SF5. I it's just only Alex those Perry. two, right? Because Alex, Alex has, trigger. But oh, Alex he's got, has a, he's got a thing. Up. He's got a thing. Okay, fair yeah, enough. He's got the follow up automatically. Uh, Akuma's got the automatic follow up. But Akuma doesn't need to do the automatic. That's follow -up. true. That's true. Well, I mean, also, Akuma is supposed to be privileged and have everything that nobody else does, right? Hard to disagree with that one. <laughs> so, I don't, disagree. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. And then there goes. was also Jury. We saw Jury on the initial trailer yeah, for it, but yeah, they yeah. went into it a little bit more. So, she has to store it. Yeah, she charge it up like charge her it other up. one. But it is really fast. Yeah. It's yeah. a very fast little charge move. And then after that... You can put it out, and it looks like you can use it not just in setups, but in combos, too, mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. is cool. Oh, do they have the individual videos? I've only seen the yeah. triple one. Oh, I haven't seen the individual ones yet. Right. When did I see that? I believe it was today, the oh, jury one. Oh, did they one. just release one today? Okay, yeah. so I haven't seen it yet. Then. Right, so she, she does a small little charge-up. It's really really quite fast. Okay, okay. Nothing like V-Skill 1, which okay, takes a million today. years. it was today. Yeah. So. Yeah, Jury has to charge everything, and it's right. like, come on. So I, don't, I wasn't surprised to see that, It's yeah. but it really is a lot faster now, than V-Skill 1. Now, here's an interesting little side note, though. Uh, High Fight pointed out that on Cody's Zonk Knuckle, yeah. the effect was changed a little bit. He did. When he punches you, the screen shakes a lot more than it did before. Right. By the way, the screen shakes are all awesome. Like, I love them. Okay. Like, Lucia has some screen shakes and stuff like that. Like, when she gets her powered-up fireball on V-Trigger 1 and it hits you, it's just like, dong Yeah, like... It's, like there's a lot of like cool little effects like that. It almost makes me kind of hope that they tweaked a few more of the animations and yeah. stuff like that in the game. But again, I don't want to get my hopes. No, I wouldn't. I don't want to get my hopes up. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't. I'm like maybe they would fix something. Or... Birdie's chain will clip through himself until the end of time. Yes. So that'll, mm -hmm. that'll never be fixed. Yeah, exactly. Right. So the jury one is obviously Milia. Well, Shige's like, I'm putting this in. Street Fighter V Battle Director uh, and Evo Top 8 finalist, Woshige, who played Milia, right? Jury's the inspiration getting, is Jerry, obvious. Jury's getting a new move where she jumps in the air, she throws her hairpin at you. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> 
She's going to ride on a hair car. Right. <laughs> hair car. Uh, but it clearly is inspired from that. Uh, but I, I do think that it's it's interestingly applied and other characters it wouldn't make as much sense because she already has moves that hop over the opponent. Right, right, right That's what right. her uh, little, whatever her Sanchu is called, I don't know. Yeah. Um, what, that always has hopped over the opponent. It just hasn't been useful for doing so. So they are now making it that it's going to be useful if you have this little hairdo out. But my concern about it is that the only situation that they've showed it actually like causing that setup uh, is after a crush counter sweep. Right, exactly. So... Mm-hmm. <laughs> That doesn't seem like... If that's the only time you can use it, that would suck. Right. Mm-hmm. But she, they also showed her today using it in a combo. So at minimum, you do get some usage out of it. Okay, okay. I'll have to go find that video. I haven't seen that one yet. So, okay. But, yeah. No, I mean, uh, looks kind of neat. I'm glad that they're doing these little videos one by one. Hopefully yeah. Hopefully we get uh, more stuff. I mean... I mean, the, the, the Ken one, of course, was the frustration because we never got to see what it looks like on block. The tweet talked about what I it's know, like on block uh-huh, and they didn't uh-huh. show it to us. I know. It was like, even the, the video text itself that says, if you charge it plus on block and you they just show, hey. here's a combo with it. And you're like, come on. Yeah, I'd like to see that. But sure. I mean, the weird thing about it is, does this mean they're going to try to buff Jury V-Trigger, a V-Skill 1? Because it's clearly going to be inferior right i guess maybe it'll work out against some fireball characters to keep them honest or something so how often do you see juries use it almost never well how often do you see jury okay fair enough <laughs> <laughs> but when you see her you also don't see v skill usage very often yeah unless it's a fireball character i feel like even then i don't know i rarely see it right uh, they yeah. should probably help her out a little bit She'll much, probably get buffs. I mean, I was just saying little. this on stream yesterday. I'll be honest with you. I really hope that when Season 5 comes out, the change list for Rashid, for Akuma, for Karen, for Bison, and for who's the other top five character right now, Ibuki, is like non-existent. Mm. Very minimal. Because I don't think that they're broken. No, they're not broken. So of they're course. all really strong, and I just hope everybody else gets buffed. You know, yeah. maybe like you said, just make it so Rashid's eagle spike kick goes back to bouncing off on hit. I mean, he didn't need that. Okay, he definitely didn't need that. Akuma but. and Rashid both got some buffs this season, and they just didn't need them. So <laughs> get rid of those, and the characters yeah, I feel are fine. Uh, yeah, There's yeah, a couple yeah. of things you could do. You don't need to. Because I was actually going through the cast yesterday and trying to pick who my top 10 was. Okay. And it was really hard, actually. I ended up with 12 characters that would be in the top 10, so... My top 5 is... Actually, you know what? I have it. Oh, you have... Dang, look at this. All these folders. Holy crap. It's like all crazy. Oh, have I never shown you my little folder system? All right, so here's my... So this is personal, law, gaming, our stuff, etc., etc., Dang. So into gaming, all right. Then I got all these, all our events, it's all numbered, and, and then uh, game and character info, and wow. then the Street Fighter Five folder. By the way, there's also the Dead Games folder. <laughs> oh, you you name them Z something to put them at the end of alphabetizing. Yes, I like it. Street Fighter like Five, it. and then let's go to SF Five tiers, which I maintain. <laughs> wow, okay. I have a little spreadsheet that I maintain this. Dang. And I update it every now and then. On the old... This is crazy. I have a template I will say one thing, though, that uh, I know... Your your text document format with all the dashes, you're never going to use, like, real bullets or, like... <laughs> um, 
<laughs> yeah, that's just that's just because it varies on everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's just easier mm-hmm. to copy paste from yeah. program to program. I have noticed that it's very difficult on the phone. <laughs> oh, the phone. Yeah, that oh, makes my, sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So here's my current. Because you know list. why the worst thing about it is my phone wants to shortcut dash dash into this special dash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So every time I type dash dash, it's like special dash. I'm like, I no. Know. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. All right. So my current top five is so I was trying to update Rashid this. Akuma. Then Karen Ibuki Dictator G. That's, yeah, that's uh, top five. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh-huh, that makes sense. That uh, makes sense. And then whatever the rest of the high tier, I don't have it in top five, but I guess I would say Cami, Colleen, Mika, Urian. That's probably uh-huh. that's ten. Yeah, I'm happy with that yeah, top yeah, ten. That's uh-huh. fine. But Zeku, Manat, Nakali, Birdie, Abigail, Zangief, Blanca, Kyle. Yeah, that's all pretty much. That's my high tier. That's all pretty much what I had in there. As I don't well. have anybody in bottom tier. And the only characters I think are in low tier are Claw, Ryu, and Nash. Yeah, so my top 12 was Rashid, Akuma, Karen, Ibuki, Dictator, G. I had Kami. I think I put Mika, Zeku, uh, maybe Abigail and Birdie were in there, something like that. It was something weird like that, but it's the balance is really good. You just need to buff the poor guys at the bottom. Yeah. Claw, Ryu, and Nash need a little bit of help. Yeah, Ed as well. Yeah, Ed and Kage, Ed, I think. Ed and Kage could use some help. I, 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 so I, I rated them before. in terms of, one, you just need a tiny little buff. Two, okay. and maybe a good buff. And okay. three is like, man, you need like a crazy, like, you need help. And I think I only had two characters and you need help. Yeah. One of them, which is just Ryu, because I wouldn't mind if he was top tier in the yeah, next season. Yeah, like, I want him so buffed up that he's top tier. Because yeah. I'm sick of Ryu being poster child of, of sadness right now i can't remember who the other it might have been nash that i put in you need help i also have this so this is my regular t- tier list format mm-hmm. and there's also the tournament tier list format Dang. of can can win majors alone can win majors as a main can win majors as a secondary and then ass <laughs> those are the tiers <laughs> The, there are two characters in ass, <laughs> IMO. Oh gosh, these guys in the chat are all talking about Lucia. Let me tell you, man, I have all the like. It's I Ryu have like, and Nash are an ass. I have five or six changes that I could would give to Lucia, except you can't give them all of them because then she'd be mm. too powerful. I I have just like this good set of stuff that you pick one and she'll be amazing at that point in time. So there's a couple of things. That's cool, man. Yeah, but. We'll see what they do. We only have about a month to find out anyway. Yeah. I mean, look, I'll, I'll tell you this right now. I know I've been tweeting it like a storm, but god damn, she is so much fun. She's fun. Like, she has made, she has just renewed my interest in, in, in uh, just like my, my, I just haven't played it as much. And I realized yep. a lot of it just came from the fact that I hated my character. You know, like, Cammy is just, there was nothing to do with her. Yep. And like, Lucia is like, it's not even just necessarily tech. It's just while you're playing, there's just so many options of what to go for. Cammy mm-hmm. was like, I'm going to standing medium kick or dash. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That was it. And it was just, ah. Oh. But Lucia is just like super, super cool. I'm not poking the cat. I'm picking things off of her. So Check just this out. Dust stuff. So each character's, each spot in here has a little drop-down menu that automatically populates based on the list of the characters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you can, whenever you accidentally put two in there, mm-hmm. it'll say that it's too many and that you need to change and put them somewhere else. I, I built a whole spreadsheet. Dude, I mean, you know what? I, I'll tell you this. I used to build spreadsheets like this all the time. This, Me fun. and my brother used to run uh, CPU tournaments. <laughs> oh. Alpha 3 and in Third Strike. 
where we would just have the computer fight each other all day and we would just run tournaments that way. And we even did it in this really creative way for Alpha 3 because some of the computers were clearly terrible, right? And so we made it a team tournament. And so we would pair terrible characters with good characters to try to balance the team out. And we had these spreadsheets. I had this crazy one for Third Strike where I made the spreadsheet that the win percentage, you did this and everything. Dude, I was obsessed with spreadsheets. Interesting. So yeah, so there you go. Alright, anyway, enough about that. Uh, There was one other thing to mention in terms of game news that is not at all official. Okay. But, if you would like to play Street Fighter 2 Championship Edition or Street Fighter Alpha 2 online on Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Edition, you can on the PC. Right. This is not... Sanctioned. Not Capcom done at all. This is definitely just a fan hack. But you can do that. How does that work? Does it like replace one of them? It ones? does replace uh, it. It just literally okay. replaces it in the in-game menu. Yeah. Right, right. Like rather than saying ST, we'll have the CE logo. Right. right. Okay, okay. Street okay. Fighter Dash. Gotcha. Gotcha. It'll have that. Um, yeah, Alpha Two and, and CE. So I don't know how super useful this is because I don't think a lot of people are playing SF Thirtieth online anyway, <laughs> and. <laughs> I can't imagine that anybody just goes online with this hack and is like, all right, let's see who's playing on Alpha 2 right now. Like, probably not. You probably have to arrange it. Yeah, exactly. But it does let you at least arrange to do that if Mm -hmm, you'd like to do mm -hmm, so. mm -hmm. So check it out. You can play CE, which I know a lot of people in, like, other countries are still playing. Yeah. Or you could make a mistake and play Alpha 2. Wow. (laughs) You don't want to play the Street Fighter in the Alpha games? There's one Street Fighter game in the Alpha games. Yeah, I know. It's Alpha 3. Alpha (laughs) 2. No. Street Fighter... Alpha 2 is clearly the Street Fighter of the Alpha game. For games. sure, yeah. But then Alpha 3 it is the has, anime game. But then it has custom combos. And then the custom yeah, yeah, combos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the oh, Alpha counters. Man, if you... Like, if you never wanted to... If you never want to see how annoying Alpha counters could be, mm. don't play Alpha 2. Okay. Because it's like, hey, I'm down to a chunk of life. I can't win. Yeah. Like, you want a game where there's no comebacks... Alpha 2 is your baby yeah, yeah, right yeah. there, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, it was so annoying. I hated it. But yeah, that's it. That's all I got. I tweeted the hack out Poke the um, a few days Poke ago. If you're curious, you can check it out. Just check it out at UltraDavid on Twitter. Okay. I didn't make it, but I did just, you know, pump it up. Right, just to see what it was like. Right. I tried it. It okay. worked. Okay. Well, okay. I didn't get to play anybody because... <laughs> you didn't arrange it. Nobody was just online <laughs> to play CE with me. <laughs> But I assume it works. This is funny. Oh, actually, you know what? I totally forgot to do this. No wonder it's been kind of weird for me. Uh, I forgot to put the chat on the TV up there. Indeed. So that's why I was... I was like, why do I feel like I'm not as engaged with the chat today? Because I forgot to put it on this window. Dang, SC6 is on sale for $17? I missed that news. Is it? Is that a fact? Soul Calibur 6, huh? Okay. Very cool. All right, but yeah, that's it in terms of... Game news and DLC and so forth. Okay, okay. So there you go. Alright. Well, let's briefly talk about some of the tournaments that happened over the weekend. Sure. Now, last weekend was an incredibly busy weekend. This yes. is not quite as incredibly busy, but there still were a few things to talk about. The biggest one, should have been the biggest one, was the Dead or Alive 6 World Championship. Yeah. 
And unfortunately, I didn't even know what was happening this weekend. And that's kind of like the Soul Calibur one that happened recently, the one that was at the Esports Arena in Vegas. Like, I, that was on the same weekend as some other events as well, and I just didn't hear anything about that one. In- yeah, I mean, I, I think that they... I, I did hear about the Caliber one. I guess I heard about this one, too, but I certainly didn't hear much. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm not deeply plugged into the Dead or Alive scene, to be frank. But I do have some friends who are, so I saw them talking about right, it and right, right, tweeting right. about it. But yeah, it felt like there wasn't a lot of uh, press about it. So, unfortunately, I read about a bunch of problems. Okay. So I was in Japan. Um, they played a bunch of matches in the top 16 simultaneously. Mm-hmm. A lot of it was not streamed. Right, okay. um, So if you wanted to watch somebody play online, then you couldn't do it. If you were even in the venue, since two matches were happening at the same time, you couldn't watch both. Right. Right, okay. so okay. even if you're somebody who's not on stream, a viewer, if you're just there, like you took the time to go there, you still didn't really get the full, like... Mm-hmm. I experience mean, top sixteen. Something like that. Top sixteen is almost always when all tournaments halt and play everything. You just on play stream. it out, yeah. yeah and if it's uh-huh. if this is like specifically the world championship, right? It, you you gotta do that. I I feel I'm, I was very surprised to read that they didn't do that. Someone says that the brackets Gundam Jehudi Kai is also saying the brackets were kind of screwed up. Oh, I didn't hear about that part. Yeah. Okay. You couldn't even watch the last chance qualifier. Right. Oh, jeez. Right. Okay. Nah, it's a, it sucks, mm, yeah. It's unfortunate, okay. It definitely okay. definitely was a big bummer. Uh, I read that they were streaming, like, the, like, vacation stream or whatever the game has. Like, the game has some alternate mode or whatever, where it's like, oh, okay. I don't know if it's the volleyball one, but it's like, it's not the, right, not yeah, the yeah, fighting yeah, yeah, yeah. game. Okay, it's like whatever okay, other okay, version of okay. it there is, whatever gotcha. other mode. Yeah, and they spent more time on Dead or Alive Venus Vacation than matches. Oh, there you go. I guess that's what I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, that's what uh, Showbiz says here. Oh, it's just DOA Extreme 3, okay. Oh, okay, Extreme yeah, Beach whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But okay. it wasn't, wasn't the DOA 6 World Championship that I... Uh, like it's it really unfortunate, been, so. yeah, okay. That is very unfortunate. Yeah, but, I mean, as far as the tournament goes itself, it was uh, uh, a U.S. player who yeah, won? Yeah, Hoodless won it from the Chicago, Chicago area. area. right? Who won the um, Soul Calibur tournament? Was it was it one of the Japanese players, or... What are we talking about? Uh, the, the, the recent Soul Calibur 6 championship. I can't remember who won that one. Uh, Soul Calibur 6... Invitational. I think it might have been the dude skill, from France. Skill, yeah, 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 skill, okay, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just it's interesting to me about both of these games were won by non-Asian, you mm. know, non-Asian based players. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all. That's all I was trying to get at. So I remember, I kind of remembered it wasn't him. So it wasn't a, the, a Japanese player who won the Soul Caliber ones. So. Yeah, COD DOA six ones won by COD Hoodless. Then Crazy Steady got second place. Then third was Comp Seologica. Then fourth was Axel Excalibur Blades. Then mm. fifth was Crazy Gehucked Ball. Cool. Fifth was <laughs> Futagon. Then seventh were Comp Teru Rock and Electrified Man. Doesn't sound like there were that many Japanese players in there at all. Actually. Ninth places were Fuachin, Keisuke, Quiggle, Tani. Then Shimazu. Okay, Comic so there were Ari, some Japanese Black Moon Rising okay. X, Kai Dragon. Okay. I would gotcha, assume some gotcha. of those Japanese players would come. Okay, okay. Yeah, there you go. So, unfortunate. You know, it's... I mean, I read a whole thread by uh, a couple of DOA people who were just... Not not just 
disappointed with the World Championship and how it went, but also just sort of how the game has gone. And, you know, I mean, because it hasn't been out that long, right? Like, right. And there was talk is... that it would be... Some people wanted to be at EVO this year because mm-hmm. it was going to be a new game, and it just hasn't really panned out, I think, as some of the players yeah. wanted. Yeah. Not, not to say yeah. that the game itself is not a good game, but, like, the way that the sort of... The impact on the scene, how the World Championship has gone, right. all the that sort of stuff. The community is not growing kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, for Soul Calibur as being as, you know, small as it is in relativity to Tekken and Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat and, and you know, all these other games, the community is growing. And the Season 2 stuff is really exciting. It's bringing a lot of players back. A lot of the old school Soul Calibur players are really excited about it. I see a lot of positivity from the Soul Calibur fans yeah. about the game, you know, and everything. And sure. so, you know, that sentiment doesn't seem to be going on with the DOA scene is basically what you're saying, right? It, it seems that it's way, It's more yeah. kind of pessimistic. Basically. Maybe maybe disappointed. Okay, disappointed. There you go. Okay. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Jasmine is right in front of the screen. Jasmine. Currently probably shaking the camera because she's yeah, pounding on the screen. She's attacking the, uh, the, 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 the piece, the, the, the victory fingers, basically. Okay, anyways. Uh, what thread are you talking about, David? So, uh, oh, there were just a couple of tweet threads. Um, I guess I'll look for it on break, but I don't remember offhand, to be honest. Okay. Okay. All right. Then another one was Red Bull Conquest. Yes, and Curly W said he's in the chat here to give us all sorts of information. About oh, are you? Game, so. Okay, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I could tell you that first place was Team Chicago. Yeah, well, look at okay. this. Chica- right. Good weekend for Chicago. What a Good. weekend for Chicago. Dang, nice. That was uh, Shadow playing Tekken. That was Dual Kevin, SF5, and Royal Heart on Unist. Yeah. Right, so the mm-hmm. Rebel Conquest, the way that works basically is that you are, you have a team of three players who are playing three different games you sort of add up their points and how well they did and yada yada and that's how you yeah honestly it out. i loved it I, yeah. it's just so cool being able to watch the different games like one after another you know it was yes i agree yeah. like you, we ne- we don't get any tournaments like that right where it's just like oh here's street fighter street fighter's done tekken and here's right. tekken and here's Eunice. like it's it was i i love it I, I, I hope they keep it up. I hope they keep doing it. And the best thing about it is there's so many good fighting games that every year they can easily change it up between a bunch of really cool yeah. things. And in fact, maybe next year they should expand it to four games or something just to sick, have actually, some more yeah. stuff. Because I feel like Street Fighter and Tekken are going to be kind of like mainstays. Right? I mean, that seems likely, sure. Yeah, but then if they could just like add like two other games just to kind of like yeah. one... Uh, Grand Blue's know, coming out, Grand right? Blue, right? Well, there's a million options. Right, yeah, games. exactly. But, you know, if they could just like... And then one of the games, like the fourth game they add is just like one of the really small games. Just to kind of give maybe DOA six. That would be cool, right? Like sure. to give DOA six kind of like this extra little shot sure. in the arm kind of thing like that. I think that would be super cool. Definitely down for that. So yeah. So uh, did did you watch the stream? Uh, I watched parts of it. Uh, do, like uh, someone said, the their AR was really good. Uh, they had some really sick effects. The yeah. production value was just sure. through the roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but uh, I did watch uh, a lot of the uh, grand fight, like the the last match. Yeah. There. So yeah. Second place was Team Seattle. Yeah, Team Seattle. Eddie Boy Mang playing Tekken, Samurai playing SF5, and Squish on Eunice. Yeah, I, I mean, this has been the year of the Samurai, dude. Mm. Like, I just that guy is just how is he not sponsored yet? How is he not sponsored yet? And you know what the craziest thing about it is? It's, 
yeah, I don't know. It's just that guy is just ridiculously talented, dude. He's so ridiculously talented. Extremely good. Yeah. No doubt. But he got second, so he sucks. Yeah. Well, he lost a fellow Team Frost member. <laughs> I guess Ke- that's true. Duel Kevin, right? So there you go. Duel wow. Kevin's like, I'm the captain. <laughs> I'm the captain. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it was cool. It's it was it was uh, funny to watch. I saw Doctor African in the chat as well. Oh, Doctor okay. African, and shout outs to him because Houston did really well too. For sure. So he played really well. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Kyobi was scorekeeping Conquest all weekend. Something to note that there was only three players who changed characters all weekend. Oh, Interesting. wow. Okay, okay. Hmm. Well, I thought it was cool to watch the commentators because, like, none of... The, well, almost none of them, like, plays all of those games. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I... Uh, like, I think Sammy might, but... Sam was, like, the only one who really knew Tekken and Eunice, right? Right. So... Dude, I just got potential spam on my phone from Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> wow, Chicago's, Chicago's quite a everywhere, night. dude. Quite a night. Chicago is everywhere. Anyway, I thought that, I thought that was funny because you know you're. It's never easy to commentate a game that you don't know if your mm-hmm. mindset is like talking about what is happening in the game. Mm-hmm. But if your mindset's more about like goofing off and like having a good time, then it can fit fine. Yeah, and yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. was what they did. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a really good that's like a good style choice right, if you right, don't right. know the game. Especially right. Yipes. He's the best at yeah. it. He's clearly the best at that, right? So yeah. Vicious knows Unio that's well. That's right. That's for right. Sure. That's right. He 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 learned the game. Did, does he play Unio? Well he really? learned it for one particular reason. Okay. Yeah. So Oh that, and that's the end of the sentence? That's the end of the sentence. <laughs> oh, wow. All right, man. I don't know. Oh, you don't know the story behind that, huh? I guess not. Oh, dang. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. I don't know if I want to talk about it here. Jeez. So, yeah, okay. <clears throat> but, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Everybody knows this story, apparently, yeah. not. Anyways, maybe, did I, they, maybe I forgot Maybe you it? do know. know. You probably know. You probably okay. know. You probably okay, know. well, anyway. Yeah, yeah I just wanted to say I thought the commentary was funny and the, and, know, and the and games was, are good yeah, and the and production like I said, was great. I, just, I love the format of the event. I love the format of the event yeah. because I loved seeing the games mingled with each other. That's just we don't get that anywhere except for the jump-off at EVO. You know ah, I mean? okay. But like even the jump off at Evo, you're just kind of going into one and into one, and here's a replay. But like this one, you're jumping between the games, and they all matter at that particular moment, and it's just it's really cool. It was just really really cool to see that. So. Now, I agree with you. Okay. Well, that's it for that. Unless there's anything else to say about okay. Rebel Conquest. No, no, that's all I've got. Um, unless there's anything Curly W. I didn't see to add. a full list of results online. I just remembered watching the grand finals, so I wrote it down from memory. But uh, I didn't actually find like a uh, okay. full list okay. to nice. use nice. for this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, are you about to write a huge amount, Curly W? What do you got for me? He's using his hands for his <laughs> legs. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. He started singing one of the Capoeira songs, which is uh, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh-huh. I, I used to do that. I used to do Capoeira as like martial arts. Oh, so you knew that song. Uh, oh, okay, okay, okay. So I know, I knew a bunch of songs. Um, do I now? I, just, I probably still know a couple because they're super simple. But they're all like Brazilian Portuguese right. and then... So Good Normal says anyway, that. Um, it was a lot of fun. All right. Good Normal says that a bunch of fighting games are on sale on Steam right now, not just the ones that we mentioned earlier. So it sounds like a bunch of them are on sale right now. Okay. So okay. Uh, 
It would be cool if they... Ow! Awesome. Ow! So Majin Obama says it would be cool if they had to register teams so it forced players to take more interest in the other game. I mean, didn't... Oh, I see what you're saying. So instead of having it so that they just won their region and became a team, that they actually had to register a team to play in the first place. You know what I mean? Mm. So it wasn't the winner of the Street Fighter tournament teams up with the winner of the... I see. You had to pick the team ahead of time. I, I kind of like that actually. it is like that. I, I like I like that there's the qualification yeah, process. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the hard part about it is, is obviously, you know, Terrence representing Team Orlando, Mikey representing Team Seattle. They're not really from those areas, you know what I mean? But, I mean... You got to defend your home turf, right? I mean, that's just kind of how it works. So, And, I mean, it's kind of how sports stuff works anyway, right? People always get traded and stuff like that. So, uh, Full results on the Smash GG. I see that. Yes. So, I don't know if you open that Boy, up. Boy, that's super complicated looking. Keep the qualification process. Just have to register and compete as a team. I mean, technically... Isn't uh, that's how they do it, really? Oh, uh, there was no Atlanta event. Okay, fair enough. So Terrence didn't yeah. have a home city to yeah. go to. Yeah. Um, well, it's not really like a here's the top one, two, three situation. But then third place was Houston versus Orlando, and Houston won it. So that was Dr. African and Trill and Goigi and Goigi yeah <laughs> and then on Oakland it was nephew Jimmy J Tran and Tensei right so but so if Majin Obama says keep the qualification process just have to okay okay I, I understand what Majin's saying now I understand okay I got it I got it I got it I'm confused I thought he meant keep it how it is that they win by qualifying each of the games separately but then forcing the registers I'm like isn't that no okay I got it I got it. I got you alright enough yeah what happened to Punk he didn't do very well at this tournament indeed you think he's, he's saving the worst. some of that moxie? No, right I think now? he sucks now. I think I think he's yeah. I think his time has passed. I think it's about time for him to retire. You know, I, he was thinking about going to college and he decided not to. But an, I think now is the time. He's an old fighting game player now, right? Yes. Yeah, he's like twenty. What twenty? Twenty zero, I think. Yeah, is what it is. yeah, he's old for a fighting game player now, man. I mean, what do you do? What do you do? Time to retire. <laughs> Is he 21 for real? I actually don't yeah. know. Yeah, I see you, Thomas 5K. I see all right, all right. So there you go. It was pretty cool. I enjoyed watching Red Bull Conquest. Shout-outs to everybody. Mm -hmm. It mm -hmm. seemed like a good show and a lot of fun. Talk to me about the thing that you went to. So I went to Utah, and uh, just in time, Thomas 5K jumping in the chat. I'm also wearing my Utah FGC. Get Good Gaming here, I see basically. That. Get Good FGC is their uh, Twitch channel and everything like that. I was very impressed when okay. I went there, you know, because it's like, oh, hey, this is our local community. We're here to do all this stuff. So, you know, you know, you go there and you're expecting to see just like a kind of like a mini. I mean, this was they had their stream station. They had their banner behind them. Yeah, they had this that. beautiful venue, which was basically a boxing gym. Isn't it literally a boxing it's gym? It's literally okay. a boxing gym owned by uh, Soldado X, okay. who just went to one of their tournaments one time and was like, this is really cool. I really like these guys. You want to use my venue? 
Boom, there it is. And so they have this boxing gym where they play their the, the stream match in the boxing ring. Right, I saw that. You know, and uh, honestly, like, these guys have a really nicely produced stream here. Not only is it just well produced, but Thomas uh, Winkley, who's one of the TOs, and uh, I think Jose was one of the other TOs, Joey, uh, those three guys, they run this every month and they build up points. Mm -hmm. And so this was the year-end event for them. This was their Capcom Cup to find out who was the best player in their uh, in Salt Lake City, like a kind of classic Randa format. Yeah, yeah. So they were they, they did the exact same thing. You win, you build up points. You build up right. points. They had an LCQ on Friday night for the for a player to try to get into it. So they had seven players qualified for Tekken and for Street Fighter. But they were playing everything. They were playing some Eunice. I saw okay. a lot of Guilty Gear and everything like okay. that. It was just a really cool thing to see. Like it's it seemed like I mean. You know, when I think of like, oh, here's this local that's kind of doing things like, I don't expect, you know, Shiggle BMX Garage kind of things like that. But, you know, I don't necessarily expect much as a step up from that. Okay. But I felt like that this was really, really nicely produced. I mean, the motherboard fried on the streaming PC because of a defaulty surge protector. And they got a new one in there in like 30 minutes because they had backups and stuff like that. I mean, the guy had to drive to downtown and come back, but they got it back up working again. But like, you know, it wasn't just like one of those things where it was like, boom, dead. Well, that's the end of it. Very nice. You know what I mean? So they actually had a lot of stuff going over there, and it was really, really cool. So how many? And the players were really good too. The players were really good. How many people would you say were there? Uh, inside the venue? Yeah, I mean, playing, hanging out, whatever. Like, maybe... Well, Friday night was definitely more crowded when the LCQ was there. Oh, okay. So the LCQ, during that time, was probably, like, 50, more than oh, 50 that's people. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was a lot of people Super cool. Yeah, it was really awesome. Uh, Thomas 5K uh, got uh, second place in the in the Street Fighter tournament, so... Nice. Very, very, no, actually, he got... He ended up getting third. He ended up getting third. Sorry, okay. Thomas. He got third. Sure, he got third place. Yeah. But very, very strong player. So, cool. Uh, it's interesting. The LCQ was won by a player with the name of M. Okay. But oh, right. He's a he's a Chinese player who, ca- who came to Utah for school. Yeah, studying abroad is what I yeah, understood. Yeah, okay. studying abroad. And his uh, Akuma is really, really solid. It looked really good. Yeah, so he took the LCQ and then ended up taking the tournament. Right. In first round because of the LCQ format and... Maybe they need to change this because of like what happened with Nemo, but he went up against their number one player, who's a Zangief player, and right. he sent him to loser. Damn. So, yeah. Uh-huh. So, uh, but it was really, really cool. It was uh, really fun. I had a great time there. Uh, they all treated me really well, and like I said, I was just really, really impressed by it. And it's just one of those things that I feel like um, it's it was. Other scenes, if they want to try to do something right, they gotta look look to this Utah scene here. All right, well, mission accomplished for them, right? Fly out the old James and then <laughs> have him talk up their scene. Yeah, no, Ralik did say that. So the Zangief player who who they asked him, "Are you okay fighting the LCQ? Do you want to check?" He was like, "I want to fight him." So he, that he sounds did. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah he did yeah. want to fight him. He did want. No, to fight I, I I really think it's cool that they that they brought you out there and now you can talk to yeah. me and everybody else about the scene and I don't know very much about the Utah right. scene and it's twitch.tv slash get good FGC by okay. the way so definitely give them a follow as well uh, but like I said I really like that because also the, the the building up of points every month they have a they also do a, a bar fights 
every week as well. But, you know, the building up of points keeps them so they want to keep going because sure. they want to build up the points. You know, there was a year-end prize uh, for these guys as well for the first place and stuff like that's that. That's awesome. So, God, I really you? think that's cool. Cat keeps attacking me. Yep, that's it. Good, good FGC. That's the one. And yeah, they're, they're, the stream produced, they had two streams going on at one point in time and everything. And so, like I said, it was just really impressive. Like, it was... It was like a mini Wednesday Night Fights. You know mm. what I mean? Like, obviously, Wednesday Night Fights is like almost like a mini major every week, sure. right? But it felt, you know, comparable to that, to the early days of Wednesday Night Fights. I think that's know? really cool that they uh, that they are doing that. Yeah, and that yeah. also, they had you come out so that you could talk about it. Yeah, and, and also, really I mean, cool. honestly, V for Charlie. Uh, I, so another thing, too, is it was Thomas 5K's fault, by the way. He's like, I want to play you, James Chen. Ah. And I was like, I suck, dude. I'm like, I'm not good at this game. And I've been playing Lucia for like four days, right? He's like, let's play. So we started playing. He's just destroying me with every character he picks. Nice. Right? He's like, pick a character, kill me, kill me. And then like everybody got in line. Like, I want to play James. And so it became the beat up the James Kumite? Chen line. Okay. So I basically got beat up by everybody okay. there. Uh, but you know I did pick up on some stuff and I started getting more and then V for Charlie sat down for a very very long time mm. and uh, we played like 30 games in a row okay. and we were just playing and I switched to V Trigger 1 to figure out how that thing worked better so much better than V Trigger 2 it's not even funny Like which one's which I don't know the numbers V Trigger 2 is the baton and right. V Trigger 1 is the I have now all of my moves are EX's basically right okay but the main reason why it's so much better even though it's three bars yeah. is because you can cancel run EX V skill into it and you can't do that right for activation two. point yeah, yeah it's yeah. just it's such a better activation point to have and then it has mix ups it has uh, damage output and stuff like that the other and one seems to have damage output right and it, safety and stuff? It has the safety and stuff, but it's just hard to find ways to get in to use it. Huh. You know what I mean? Okay. So They both uh, seem good to me. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, thank you for V for Charlie. And also, uh, just another thing, too, to, to, to kind of expand on this, too, is like it's another one of those scenes that I felt like everybody in there is using their talent for improving the scene, mm. right? So there's the guys who are streaming. Obviously, you always need the, the technical guys to do it. Thomas Winkley and Jose and Joey, like the guys are running it. Salado X is the one who has the gym and everything like that. V for Charlie is a graphic designer. Mm. This is his shirt. Oh, that's this cool. Is, he actually designed the shirt. He designed the Get Good FTC logo. He did all the stream assets and stuff cool. like that. They have one guy who just goes out there and all he does is just DJ there. He was like, <laughs> really? he just showed up. He was like, hey, you mind if I bring my DJ stuff? And they were like, um, sure. And he brought like full on it. So he's just sitting there playing music That's in between cool. matches okay. and stuff like that. So like literally just... What a fun night. Yeah, their community yeah. is just... It's, it seems really, really cool. You know, I talked to him. I was like, you guys seem really close-knit. And they're like... Well, there's some drama, but you know, that's every, every scene, scene, every scene imaginable. So, yeah, but of course. it was really, really cool. I was really, really uh, glad to see it. One Alski, uh, Blanca player, he mm. played his, he played the, the best that everyone was saying that they ever seen him play cool. in that top eight. That's so. awesome. <laughs> so it was really cool. I was, I was actually really, uh, really happy to see that. Stuff. Okay, thanks for all the follows here. Thanks. I mean, I'm sure we both become down to come to Dallas. I was just in Dallas not long ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For other stuff. I mean, when I came down to Dallas for the uh, Super Turbo stuff, it was very right. similar, right? Because I got to check out the Free Play Arcade, Dr. African, in, um, wasn't in Dallas. It was in, uh, shoot. Fort Worth? Fort Worth, yeah. Was it Fort Worth? No, that's where the fort is. 
Arlington. 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 Thank you. Trying to name Finding my cities in Yeah, yeah. Oh, Arlington. It was in Arlington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the one. But uh, that was similar. I got to see them. They were the ones that had, like, the kids' night for Super Turbo. Where That's they right. Had kids playing each other and stuff like that. It's just, it's really cool to see all these different scenes like this. And, you know, and, and just to see the kind of effort that they are putting into this kind right. of thing. You know what I mean? It's like, it sucks because a lot of times they don't get the shine. You they just, definitely do not. I mean, look, we've talked about how super lucky it is to be in L.A. and New York. Right, right essentially. yeah. Uh-huh. But... While these are the scenes that you see the most, and maybe to a lesser degree, like a few other scenes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there are scenes all over the country and the world who are putting in work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All over the place. I mean, even saying, so, like when you you actually visited NLBC very briefly recently, right? Um, that was a year and a half ago. It was a year and a half ago. But I mean, it, NLBC is really small and everything like the, that. The right? physical location. Yeah, of it. the physical location. Yeah, it's the size of your upstairs, basically. Yeah, so I mean, like. Honestly, smaller than like that. I almost imagine that the, the the Utah one is probably like bigger and like mm. has a nicer venue and stuff. Oh, I'm like sure that, bigger you know? and nicer venue, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So I mean, NLBC is like in Brooklyn yeah. where it's got to be and stuff, but you know. Obviously, you know, one of the things that that scene is trying to do is they're trying to get good enough so that they can beat Gustavo, right? Oh, so Gustavo the is white whale. Uh, Gustavo is clearly the best player in, in Utah in Salt Lake City, right? Gustavo was supposed to show up. Uh-huh. He thought the LCQ was on Saturday. <laughs> so he just didn't show up on Friday night, so he just didn't show up on Saturday okay. at all. Otherwise, uh, I'm sure he, I mean the finals for the LCQ would have been really interesting if it was him versus M, okay. right? It would have been really interesting to watch that. But, you know, it's it's really cool because even I was talking to Gustavo at NARF, mm-hmm. you know, because I was like, hey, what's up, Gustavo? He's like, I heard you're coming to my town next mm-hmm. week. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. And he says, like, one of the coolest things about it, too, is that this, this scene sprung up. It's not like a vestige from the Street Fighter Four days. Okay. Like he's like, it's not like the the guys that he was playing. Like, there's a few of them that have lingered, but like, it's a lot of new faces and That's stuff awesome. like that. So he says it's really cool to see that they've just kind of done their own thing Absolutely. and just built up this scene. So it's really really cool. Yeah, Gus is ridiculous, dude. Gus is he blew himself up in many many ways, you know, physically and just quality in the game. So. Video nice games were banned in Utah until 2006. Is that true? <laughs> I'm come on. Don't, don't listen to this guy. <laughs> I don't know how sarcastic Cur- Curly W is. <laughs> I don't know how sarcastic he is, dude. Uh, no, it's not true. Okay. I mean, look. <laughs> like, like fundamentally, it's like in, under the same constitution that California. Yeah, is under. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. <sighs> oh God. <laughs> you got got. Damn you. All right. I'm going to ban Curly W. Is that okay? Uh, 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 Okay. But no, shout outs to them. It was very, very cool. I was really excited with it. I had a lot of fun there. And uh, it was really great. The matches were super good. Even Thomas Winkley was just like saying like he was just like, man, it was like one of the hypest tournaments they had. That's great. I mean, obviously... You have the hype man, Mr. James. The hype man. Were you packed into the uh, audience? I was packed into the audience, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, man. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways. I should have played along, y'all. Yeah, I know, right. Uh, Curly W (laughs) wants us to point out that there was also Focus Attack Donate Cans at ADC in Denver. They do this every year. Which they do every year, and it's a charity tournament. 
And that's cool. That sounds like a thing to support. Uh, in addition, their longtime TO ephemeral is done running it. This was his last oh, one. Oh no, okay. So Does that mean that someone else is going to try to take over, or is is that just it at this point? That I don't know. Okay. <laughs> now we're just getting all these lies about Utah. <laughs> but what was... Did, oh, did you do anything in Salt Lake, or did you just do the tournament? So I I just, was, I've never been there. I'd like to know. Right, so they... Oh, for one, I'm just going to say this right now. It was freaking cold over there. It was like... Un, it was it was below zero at night and sometimes and stuff like oh, that. Oh. It was like... Wait, Fahrenheit was below zero? No, no, Celsius. Celsius. Okay, sorry, okay. sorry. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Celsius, Celsius. Below zero Celsius. It's just so much easier to say than 32 degrees. Uh, fair yeah. enough, yeah. It was yeah, freezing. Yeah. It was really cold out there. It was really cold. And I was like, man, I'm not used to this as a as a Southern California guy. And they're like, it wasn't this cold like last week. So I just, I brought the cold with me apparently. Well, you brought it back too because this week is SoCal winter. <laughs> it's so cold out here. It actually is going to get into the 30s. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. dang. Okay, okay. It's supposed to get into the 30s. In fact, tomorrow... It's supposed to snow in the mountains, oh, and the snow okay. line is only supposed to be 2,000 feet, which is extremely low. Okay. So anyway, there's going to be snow in SoCal. Huzzah! But um, right. uh, the, my hotel was right next to the City Creek big giant mall area, so that was about all I had a chance to do was just check out that mall area. Okay. But uh, uh, I did uh, walk from one Marriott to the other Marriott because... Uh, they dropped me off at the wrong Marriott. Not That's their funny. fault. Not their fault. It was only like a three block walk, so okay. it wasn't even that bad. Wow. But uh, yeah, but it was really nice. Uh, I didn't get a chance to see much of the stuff around there, so unfortunately. Hey, what's up, Corey? All right. I'm gonna get myself hurt so bad with this here. Boy, oh, that sounds like a terrible God. idea. <laughs> I just got stabbed. Already. I heard you. Well, I guess that's it for now. You want to take a little break? When we come back, we'll talk about some other stuff. Okay, sure. No problem. <laughs> cool. Well, we're going to be back very shortly after I start eating. All right. Dude, Jasmine's claws are gigantic. Yes. I, I have one of my favorite pictures where she's lying on my chest, right? And I was trying to take a picture of her. But you know how when cats do their stretch, they their claws extend like that? I do. So I have this great picture of her where she just looks like Wolverine. Huh? Where it's just like snicked, you know? Like, it's just right out there. She has huge claws. I do not trim them because she uses them as defense when I'm trying to trim them. And it is not fun. So I should probably take them to a groomer, but probably should. Jasmine also gets car sick, so it's hard for me to take her different places. So, like if I take her on in the car, she gets sick right away. The only time she has not puked is when I have given her a uh, an actual like medicine medicine yeah. for motion sickness. Yeah, makes sense. Dude, I have scratching posts everywhere, and the funniest thing about it is one of my <laughs> friends came over, you know, who's grown up with cats. Saw my scratching post was like, I've never seen a scratching post this destroyed in my life. <laughs> yeah, she destroys it. <laughs> Draw meow mean. Okay. That's funny. I like that. We have a scratching post in every room. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried to. Well, actually, no, I don't have one in every room, so... Uh, I have them all along my staircase to try to get them to scratch something that's not my staircase. Yeah. If you look at my staircase, you can tell that I have not succeeded at all. <laughs> Whatsoever, because my staircase is ruined right now. 
Yeah, I've actually, on my scratching post, I've been too lazy to do it recently, but I have, like, extra carpet sitting around. I'll actually cut strips of it and, like, re-carpet re some of my scratching posts. Really? Wow. Yeah, I, like, if you look at that one over there, you can see the, the, the carpet on the bottom is a little different color than the carpet oh, on the wow. top. Interesting. But they've already destroyed it again, and they destroy it so fast, dude, it's crazy. Beer braised burritos. Is that a Utah-ish thing? Oh, yeah. You know, the Utahns and, um, like, it's one of the best-known states for beer and alcohol. Yeah. Actually, uh, they were telling me that, and I said, you guys need to fly David out here. I was completely joking. I assumed that they did not have good alcohol there. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. no. Well, okay. Thomas actually says, apparently, uh, Thomas uh, Winkley told me that they have uh, actually some pretty renowned beers out there. <laughs> really? So, yeah. Wow. I don't know. The 35% of the population that's not Mormon? They put it all into the burritos because of the prohibition. Okay, now people are just messing with me. I'm just... I get it. Because at that point in time, once you cook beer, it loses all of its alcohol. It loses alcohol, but yeah, the taste is uh, there. Yeah. It depends on how much you cook it, I guess. Dude, axiom-ish, that is just such an overrated statement. All animals are equally awesome. That's just how it goes. I have no preference to one or the other. They are all awesome. I want a dog so badly. Like, every time I see my neighbor's dog, I just get so happy. That dog gets super happy, too, every time cool she dog. sees me. Although, she's, uh, both of the dogs that are in in, in my mm -hmm. complex love me to death. And uh, the big one, though, she's, oh, man, now that she's a little older and more mature, she's also calmer. So when she sees me, she doesn't just, like, go nuts. She doesn't uh, give me a concussion or anything <laughs> like that anymore. So, you know. I'm not surprised to find that Utah has, like, some good beer, but I would never have thought to think that it's, like, you know, a common thing in Utah. I don't hmm, know. Okay. Anyway, I think it's back. Okay, cool. You ready? Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Welcome back to the next thing that we got going on here. <clears throat> We're going to be talking briefly about YouTube and its new rules. And sort of the reason for this is not just because it's interesting and you should probably know about it, but also because... You know, talk about how it might impact the FGC and gaming in general. Okay, okay. So, so obviously, I've uploaded videos recently, and now there's this thing that's like, is your video made for children? Right. Is it made for kids or is it not made for kids? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Those are the questions that YouTube now asks. Right. The reason for that is that the Federal Trade Commission and the state of New York basically busted them. Really? Under a law called COPPA, which you can see written up here, the Children Online oh. Privacy Protection Act, uh, that the interpretation that the FTC is using is that, um, basically, to start it out, COPPA prevents you from using or gathering data about children online. Okay, okay so okay. the goal of that is to protect kids under 13. I really, really hate that name, by the way. COPPA? Yeah. Really Sorry, buddy. Mm -hmm. It's children, so you can't do the pun. Yeah, I know. There's so many bad puns. Yeah, but you can't because it's about kids. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, anyway, so the interpretation that the FTC is using is that the gathering of cookies online right. is included in this personal information that you're not allowed to gather about kids. Mm -hmm. uh, and they allege that YouTube has basically been awash in personal information by kids. Gathering. Okay. Oh. And it's 
Yeah, personal info. So cookies is what they're worried about, right? right? Okay. So they're tracking kids' cookies. They're showing personalized ads to kids. They're showing personalized ads on channels that are marketed to and designed for kids. Right. Like YouTube itself is marketing YouTube as for kids. Like it has a for kids section and it marketed itself to like Mattel and Hasbro as being like the oh. best place to market to kids. I like, didn't even know about these, it. Yeah, these yeah, yeah, were yeah. terrible uh-huh. ideas legally. I really think that like the legal side didn't talk with the marketing side they about like screwed themselves. Don't over. let anybody know that we're marketing to kids. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. They, they they definitely screwed that up. Uh, so the FTC in the state of New York brought this uh, complaint and it settled. So it wasn't like a judge like a, decided the case. It's just mm-hmm. a settlement agreement that YouTube uh, that Google agreed to, and that made it so that Google had to pay one hundred and seventy million dollars. <sighs> to the FTC in the state of New York. Um, That's a lot. And on top of that, it also agreed to make a system whereby uh, YouTube uh, users could designate their videos as being directed to children or not. And if it's not directed to children, then okay, you can keep doing your stuff. But if it is directed to children, then you need to make changes about how that, or whether you even gather personal info, whether you show personalized ads, targeted ads. That sort of stuff. So YouTube is now, they have designed that. And they have also designed a, not not just so that you can make the option yourself, but they've also made it so that there is an automated algorithm now that will like decide whether or not it's going to be uh, for kids or not. Right? So, so you can say on your video that it's for kids or that it's not for kids. But if the algorithm thinks that it is is for kids, then it can change it. So it's like right. a copyright strike where it might be automated and it might be okay, okay. you know it might be kind of dumb in that way. So basically, we just have to make sure we might mark everything as not for kids. Our right? stuff is definitely not for kids. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't think that there's much of a of a debate about that. Right. But I just I the unfortunate thing is how YouTube has done this. It sucks okay. for, from a creator's perspective. It definitely sucks. So they they had a number of options that they could have done here. They could have done it so that the the burden is on YouTube on this, right? But instead, they want the burden of this to be on the content creator right. themselves. Okay. So in addition to making it so that you have to say whether or not your thing is for kids, it's on you, right? It's not on YouTube. In addition to that, they also are changing their terms of service so that you are legally responsible for your videos in a way that you weren't before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're clearly, they're clearly like... Putting the onus on you, the little person, for the most part, right? Because most, in, in the complaint, they talk about, like, Hasbro and Mattel, but, like, that's, like, ten YouTube channels, right? right? <sighs> like, every YouTube channel, practically speaking, is just, like, somebody with a camera. <laughs> right. Uh, right, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Even the even the huge YouTube channels are maybe, like, five people with a camera. Right, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, So, they're all small businesses, and YouTube is putting the burden on the small businesses to get this right. Right. If you don't get it right... The worst thing that could happen to you is that the FTC fines you forty-two thousand dollars per violation. Wow, forty-two, I think five hundred thirty. Uh, it's a lot of money. Now that's not likely to happen. I just want to point out, not at all likely okay, to happen. Okay, but plausible. More likely is maybe that you would have a problem like YouTube shutting down your channel or YouTube shutting down a video or whatever, demonetizing something like that. Uh, but that is that is a possibility. So from a YouTube creator perspective, we now have this like additional burden placed on ourselves. For us, 
as on our channel, we're not making stuff for kids, right? right. Mm-hmm. But there is a huge gray area between things that are definitely for kids. All right, Barbie Adventures, whatever cartoon show, I don't know. <laughs> like that is for kids, right. okay? It's mm-hmm. it's directed mm-hmm. to kids. Mm-hmm. The thing that the FTC is concerned about is not YouTube's is it made for kids? No. It's the FTC's guidelines under COPPA that care about whether it's directed to children. So do you direct your your content to children? Saying made for kids makes you think, like, maybe, does this mean, like, if kids can watch it, is it made for kids? Like, uh-huh, is, uh-huh. If it, I'm if trying it's, to figure out what the exact difference is. Well, I think that made for kids is more interpretable in a way that could be more expansive. Like, made for kids maybe meaning, like, um, that kids... If it's appropriate for kids, then maybe it's made for kids, right? Okay. But a ton of stuff is appropriate for kids, but it's not directed to children. Right. Directed to children is a way more direct. You are targeting kids. Kids are the audience. It's it's directed to them. Mm-hmm. So there's a huge gray area between things that are obviously kid stuff and things that are definitely not kid stuff. And there's a big middle ground that's not super clear on whether it would be directed to children or made for kids. And I'm thinking about a lot of stuff. Um, For example, one thing that I heard about was a community on YouTube that makes very fancy dolls. Okay. So they make, they they are adults Uh making dolls using all sorts of, you know, exacto knives and soldering irons. I mean like fancy stuff, right? Uh uh Is that... Made for kids? It's kind of like the guys who make the weapons, right? Like, hey, we're going to make Cloud Sword, or we're going to make Dragon Ball, yes, you know, but with dolls. Yeah, yeah, with dolls. And yeah. the fact that it's dolls, does that make it made for kids? Right. I mean, pro- I, it's I not like directed at kids. So this is this is the right. issue, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not directed to children. But if you are somebody who's making one of those videos, and you really don't want to be fined $40,000, mm-hmm. you, you want to err on the side of caution, and I get that. So... Unfortunately, YouTube did not give the third option of between directed children, definitely not for kids, and mixed, which is actually a tremendous amount of content right. that could yeah, be yeah, yeah. interpreted mm-hmm. in either way. And COPPA allows you to do that. The FTC like allows that third option. But YouTube didn't give it to the creators. Jesus. It is very obnoxious. It super sucks. <sighs> um, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to cause a lot of problems. So that that's going to be implemented in the next couple of months, and I mean it's there already when we're uploading our right, stuff. Right, but it to. has to have been done by that point. Mm-hmm, I should say, mm-hmm. yeah, they they are they are doing it now. So I already set our channel to being not not for kids. directed at kids, right? Not made for kids, yeah. Um, that's YouTube cares about made for kids. Yeah, I wish that they just why didn't they just say the language directed to children? Why? Why not? Okay, so that's why it's so confusing to me then because I think that's why I was confused because made for kids. I'm like, we're not made for kids. No. We're not anti-kids. Right, exactly. It makes you think in your mind like, am I maybe in a gray area? But directed to children is such a more obvious... (laughs) I feel it's more obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's less of a gray area and not only that, but... I mean, I guess we do swear on our channel, so... Yeah, I mean, we're definitely... I'm not worried about it myself. Mm. Um, But... A lot of people are, and it's, you know, in terms of esports and FGC, I would say the community that seems most worried about it, because I've gotten several messages from content creators in it, is Smash Bros. Oh. 
Mm. Right? Yeah. So obviously Mortal Kombat, right? Not. <laughs> Are you sure? Maybe? No concern, right? Really? Okay. <laughs> but if uh, you're if you're a Smash Bros player or streamer or whatever and you'd like to upload, it's it's maybe a little bit less clear. Now, I would say that as a general matter, I think that having a tournament match featuring high-level commentary occasionally coarse language i don't think that that's yeah, yeah, directed yeah, yeah, yeah. to children mm-hmm, so that mm-hmm. would be my general take on right, that right, right. without giving specific legal advice which i can't mm-hmm, do mm-hmm. that that's my general take on that okay okay but if it's if it's less than that if you are if you're if you're making some like fun super smash bros related machinima type content like right, a little right, storyline or whatever yeah Jay, that kind of thing uh, uh. maybe it's arguable, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. nobody wants to be in that gray area. So depends, again, it, depends on what you're making the characters say. <laughs> absolutely, it does. Absolutely, it does. Yeah, totally. Because I'm sure that there's definitely machinima type content that I see. I'm sure there's wild stuff out there. <laughs> um, but again, this is one of the reasons it would have been great if YouTube had allowed the option of mixed audience, mm-hmm. but they didn't. Um, so you just gotta you gotta say yes or no on the thing. And uh, that's all. That's all we have right now. So, you know, from from a larger esports perspective, I don't expect it to be that big of a deal. Like Counter Strike, not not going to be a problem. Mortal Kombat, not going to be a problem. Street Fighter, no. Like, like all most of the main games, probably like not right. directed yeah, to children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but in exactly. the case of Smash Bros, maybe in the case of other gaming content, I feel like a lot of Minecraft stuff is going to get busted. For example, oh, like a lot of a lot of yeah. Minecraft stuff. Because a lot of people make content around Minecraft that's that's like telling little cute stories about what's mm-hmm. going on in Minecraft, mm-hmm. and you know that that might be directed to children. And for people whose content is directed to children, they're going to get a lot less money because they can't use personalized ads. On top of that, no con. Oh, really? N- no personalized ads. No comments. No stories. No community tab. So, so wait, so a, lo- a lot of the stuff that you use as a YouTube content creator to try to, try to get people into your videos and channel are not going to be available. So to why you. wouldn't you, as a Minecraft person, just say it's not made for kids? Kids are going to end up watching it anyway, and everything will behave as normal, right? You you keep making as much money, but what if the FTC sweeps YouTube and tries to figure out if anybody is targeting children or directing at children who shouldn't be? And then they fine you forty two thousand dollars for but violating. But what if you pop-up? just say that it's you're just making cute stories in Minecraft for everybody? Right. So I mean, that's that's the question. Like, can can they just say that, or can they actually get caught you, by that? Do you, if you're you're small business Jones, do you want to risk tremendous federal government oversight? Right. Is that a good idea? Right. That's I don't know. A, it's Probably a, it's a, not. It's a scare tactic, basically. Right? Well, I don't know. I mean, it's it's a law, and I think it's important. I feel like co- a cop is like an important thing. Right, I want right. to protect kids' privacy. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Um, the the problem that I have with it is this <laughs> implementation. Shut up, Curly W. God. <laughs> He's teasing me about my Minecraft Oh, you, you know all the Minecraft. You got the lore. <laughs> you got all the lore about Minecraft. Oh, man. Uh, anyway, I'm just I'm just upset about the implementation of it because I think it, it is done in a way that super sucks for YouTube creators, both because the burden is on YouTube creators and also because there's no third option for mixed audience. Right. By the way, I'm I'm giving away this free money right now. Someone needs to make a black and white kid face emote and call it Kappa, right? And just like kind of with that same expression and 
There you go. Throw that those stupid apps on it that youngs the youngs the face. <laughs> that youngs the face. That yeah. youngs the face. Yeah, I think the uh, tournaments probably won't be affected. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I wouldn't be concerned. I mean, again, I, I'm not going to give specific legal advice in this kind of context, but as a general rule. Tournaments are not directed to children under 13. Yes. Sometimes uh, you have people at tournaments who are under 13, but very rarely. Right. Uh, and almost always it's people who are in their like late teens and later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really don't think that tournaments have too much to worry about. Yeah. Maybe there are specific instances where that's not true, but I feel like in general it will be. Yeah. There's but yeah, there's, there's a tremendous amount of kids-directed content on right. YouTube. For sure. But does that mean it hurts every single one of those guys because they're not going to get as much money and stuff before? Yes, it does. I have heard horror stories about one channel that only arguably was directed to kids and maybe shouldn't have been considered that, but the owner freaked out and deleted a bunch of their videos and set all of their channel to Made for Kids, and their revenue is literally 10% what it was before. 10%. Wow. So, in I mean, other words, I not mean, sustainable. The, the fact, the fact that he was able to, oh, geez, so he was probably making a lot before then, huh? And probably, yeah. I mean, it was a big enough channel that I heard about this. So that that sucks. Now that channel owner like shouldn't have just outright deleted stuff. Right. Like, there's definitely yeah, yeah, panic yeah, yeah. in there that didn't uh, need to happen. But again, I feel like part of this is on YouTube for not just a give us the mixed audience option. Don't put all the the burden on us. And in addition, they're. Uh, their advice to content creators has been absolutely minimal. There's I, no warning about there's, it. There's well, like nothing. There's, I mean, there's, they have videos out. Like, it's not absolutely nothing. But they don't want to give specific legal advice, which I get. But they didn't give almost any good guidelines either. They could have done a way better job at helping people figure out whether their content was made for mm-hmm. kids or not. They could have done a way better job about it. And they didn't. And they just didn't want to bother, so they put the onus on everybody. Basically, they want they don't want their they don't want to be on the line, right? Like they don't want their skin to be on the line. They'd rather ours. Ugh. Um, I have not watched the Matt Pat video about this, but I've watched a bunch of other stuff, and I read the complaint, and I read the previous consent decree, and I read the settlement, and I read the FCC commissioner's statements on it, and I watched yeah a couple of videos too. So. Dang, I definitely did the old research on this guy. Because I, I, I have clients who this matters for. You know what I mean? Like, I have clients who are who upload stuff to YouTube. Right. And they need to know what the law is and whether they're going to be safe. I mean, 645 says YouTube just needs to give us more granular controls over the ads we get. Oh, yeah. Like, why can't we refuse child-directed ads from playing on our channels ourselves? Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Absolutely right. Yeah. I mean, they mm-hmm. clearly YouTube has the ability to do that stuff. Right. Um, they're not. So, I... There's any number of ways that YouTube could. I mean, because the thing is, if they could control, if we could control what advertisements on there, we could also get more relevant ads and stuff like that too. You know, that's true. But they just. uh... So anyway, to but now here's the question though, right? Obviously, YouTube is kind of doing this in a a bad way, right? They're they're doing a lot of stuff in the bad way, and so a lot of people are gonna be like. Man, YouTube is just not profitable. I can't make any money on this. Let's mm. go to an alternative. Is Vimeo an alternative? Is whatever else an alternative? Know. Right? Probably not. But the thing about it is, do you feel like that there was a situation where a company would have run a channel like this that has gotten unwieldy and so big and just become such a part of everyday life like YouTube 
that would have been able to like do the all this stuff right or do you just feel like that this is just like expected corporate like it's, they could buffoonery, do it right. Why not? Buffoonery, you know. I mean, there's no requirement that they not do things right. There's no law about that. They could definitely do it right. They just did not. Right. I hope that they change some stuff, but I guess we'll see. Uh, I should also note that this is not this is not like the end of the process. Mm -hmm. So it's been an ongoing thing. The first time that this sort of was implied as maybe being an issue was in 2013, and then. This has sort of evolved to this point now. In the future, maybe they'll change some of their rules about... The FTC has quite a, a wide uh, level of control over how they interpret COPPA. Mm -hmm. So even if like the legislature doesn't change the law, the FTC itself could change how they interpret it. Okay. And so, so maybe that would make it so that YouTube channel owners would not be considered operators under the law, but they already changed it to that, so right. that's unlikely. Uh, that's just... Oh, man. Maybe, like maybe the YouTube algorithm will be regulated in some way. I just I just want to say this is not the end of the story. Right, it's yeah, definitely yeah, yeah, ongoing. Yeah, yeah. We don't know how it's going to play out ultimately. God, just that sentence. They're, they're not changing the law. They're just changing how they interpret the law. Yeah. I feel like it's that's what's gotten us into so much trouble. Oh. Well, there's... At some level, you need that stuff. Like right, you, yeah, you, yeah. you have to have the ability for government to change to different circumstances. Right, 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 right. There has to be interpretation uh -huh, available uh -huh. in it. Or else you just have something that won't work like the day after the law passes. Right? Right, right, Things right. are always changing. Okay, okay. But you hope that the people who are making these changes are people who are well-informed and who get it. Mm -hmm. And the issue I feel in government is that very often they're not, especially when it comes to technology. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's the state of things. I, mean, I don't expect huge changes for people in esports in most fighting games either. But on the margins for things like Smash Bros, maybe. I just think that Tournament stuff, especially for Smash Bros, is probably fine. Right. It's just like, if you're making overly cutesy, story-based stuff or whatever in Smash Bros, it's, maybe It's then. interesting, like, uh, Rayo Ayanami says, like, should we just make a, should someone make a YouTube video that's, like, a YouTube channel site that's specifically for 13 and older, right? So just saying, sweeping, that the whole channel is not designed for... Uh, Do you mean a website or a channel? A website, a website. Okay, because you know? those are two very different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, you want to make a new website? Yeah, you're never going to compete. No, That's the problem, of course not. right? I mean, look what happened. It would be great if you could, but right, unfortunately right, right, the world yeah, yeah. isn't working like that. Right, I mean, look what happened with Disney+. Plus. Like, Disney, the richest company in the world, created Disney+, Plus on the first day it, like, caved in on itself, right? Like, even they couldn't the, handle... The practicality of it is difficult, but yeah. on top of that... There's just a thing called network effects that makes yeah. it more likely for uh, services that depend on mass usage mm -hmm. to end up being monopolized. Right. Like that's that's how things eBay, like Windows happen. eBay, as, Amazon. Yeah. Right. You I know, mean, the, Twitch, YouTube, Twitch, these are all Google. All good ex examples of that. Right. The those kind of services tend toward monopolization, and it's really hard to break that. Mm -hmm. It's really hard to break that. Right now, we're seeing some competitors to Twitch try to break that. 
Right. It's absolutely not working so far. It's but not, it hasn't happened. Maybe. There's been like four or five or six over or the seven years. of them. Yeah, over the years. Uh-huh. Right now, some of the richest companies in the world are trying to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, YouTube gaming. Microsoft's yeah, right. trying to do it. Google's trying to do it. Wait, right. Microsoft's trying to do it? Yeah, one? Mixer is happening. Oh, Mixer is, is, is Microsoft. Is Microsoft? Yeah. Uh, Facebook is trying I to do it. I had no idea Mixer was Microsoft. It is. Now I don't want to support it at all. Uh, well, look, I mean, there's I no never winner. Right? I know. I never supported <laughs> this, it anyway. This yeah. service that we're on is owned by Jeff Bezos. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? There's no winner. Yeah, exactly. Hey, but he just donated a bunch of money oh, to Homer. Sure. Yeah, so he's a great guy. Great guy. <sighs> so people are trying to break Twitch's monopoly. Right. I would love to have real competition. I just am not sure that's a yeah, plausible it's, thing. it's almost impossible. Very difficult to do. Right. So it would be great if somebody were able to make like the YouTube for not kids, but it would be even greater, practically, if... YouTube just made better rules right. on their website. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Why didn't they do that? Right. It sucks. Uh, well, one other thing I would say is that YouTube actually has been pretty responsive to criticisms. So okay. over the last month or so, there have been some back and forths. Uh, last month, they had the uh, FTC had like an open house, basically, where you could come and comment on COPPA. Uh, YouTube has been emailing back and forth with people. I've okay. talked with some lawyers about this who, who have talked with them. Um, they are paying attention. I just am not optimistic that they will make the proper changes yeah, that I think yeah, will yeah. actually help us out as content creators. Because they're, they're, as much as YouTube lives and dies by content creators and as much as they say they promote content creators, they're usually not looking out for the content creators. No, we're the. I mean, we're especially expendable. You know, I mean, like literally our channel, Uh uh which is like we're bigger than actually most channels, even though we're way smaller than the big ones. But we're we're definitely by far bigger than most. That's crazy to even say that because you're right. We're probably like in the maybe top ten percent or something. Oh, for sure, we're top ten percent. Absolutely Uh right. Yeah, but we're still super insignificant. Yeah, we're still super insignificant. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see how it all plays out. But I just want to say, as far as esports goes, competitive video gaming goes, mm-hmm. I'm not that concerned about this. I think it's more of a concern for other people. All right. Oh, trust me, Curly W. I said that completely ironically. That donation that he gave is all just a. Yeah, it's hundred percent just a. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. <sighs> you are top one percent with fifty viewers. I've heard on Twitch. I believe that. If you can get up to 50 viewers on Twitch, I guarantee you're like in the top 1%. Because it's like you go to every channel and there's just videos upon vi- uh, streams upon streams yeah. with just two people sitting in there, yeah. one person sitting it's in true. there. You know, it's crazy. I think that's cool though. You know, just hang out with yeah. your buddy, playing a video game. I'm, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Ooh. Anonymous cheer every, or actually, that's probably what they just put down when it. Never mind. I don't know, but in any case, woo! Thank you. Yeah. All right, I guess that's it for this topic. Uh, I am happy to answer further questions. I've written a big article about it that I am currently shopping around to the various um, webby sites. Webby sites. Oh, we'll see where that ends you. up. Look at you. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Let's move on. Um, five five matchup. Still want to talk about this? Well, one topic that I did want to bring up. So, Majin Obama, who was in the chat earlier, put out that video Indeed. talking about uh, all that stuff uh, about you know 
that you know we need to have content creators. I mean, the, the devs need to put the content that we need into the game. Like you look at VF4 Evo. So did you watch that video at all? No. Oh, you didn't get a chance to see it. Okay, okay. No, because uh, I actually uh, you know had a response to it, which was a video that I actually did last week, because you know he was talking about that we need to have companies put in all this content into it. Like you, you like you have to appeal to like the one players and stuff like that help them learn the games and, and i agree with everything is just you know the hard part is the video that i made was uh you just like you can't prove that stuff makes money and that's the reason why you can't really have it in there so i i, I was hoping you had seen it but if you hadn't seen it maybe we'll save it for next week or something i don't know like you want to talk about it we can talk about it if you'd like bit. to explain it i'm happy to give my thoughts uh, we, can, we can also wait I'm also terrible at explaining things like this, so you know I'm gonna misrepresent everything, and Obama's gonna come in here and chop my head off and stuff like that. So uh, it'd be better if you just watched it and and you know interpreted it. Uh, we'll do it for next week. Way, so okay. You got it. Okay. <clears throat> uh, but uh, dude, I remember a lot of things from when I was two, which is crazy. So I actually remember weird things from there, but. <clears throat> Um, but, uh, I don't know, it's up to you if you, there's really not much to say about some It's not a discussion topic, really. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Obviously, Bushin Style said some dumb stuff again, it's bad, After don't apologizing do the first time he uh -huh. said dumb stuff, uh -huh. we forgot to talk about this last week, just because yeah. there was really nothing to say about it except, please stop. Quit it. Yeah, uh-huh. Like seriously, it's 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 not good. It's There's not nothing good, so. else to talk about here. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the viewer questions because sure. we had some good ones, I think, this week. Okay. Okay. Oh, pretty. Wow, a pretty lot of questions spread. too. Yeah. yeah fact, I had to limit it to ten because a couple people submitted several questions, and that's super cool. And usually, I would put them all up there, but this week we had a lot of submissions, so I Dang. pared that down to one person. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. This is getting cool here. Totally. We may have to do more than one answer well we already do more than one most weeks actually because we, we always do. pick one yeah question one the best tournaments have a theme and a flavor to them from the head to's other interests if you were a to what would your theme be <laughs> interesting okay, cool. okay 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 two is it ethical for player a to sponsor and fly out player b to compete in a tournament with player a wait say that again say that again Hang on a second. I just want to see what uh, Obama said. He said, there's a glaring irony in that I show off features and modes for a game that was very ahead of the times, and nobody unplot, bought and played the game in the West. Right. Virtual Fighter 4 Evo. That was one of the things that I was talking about, too, is that, you know, you can't prove that all the features putting into the game equal sales, right? That's one of the hardest things about it. And That doesn't seem very ironic to me, I'll yeah, be honest. Yeah. That's, like, tough. So, yeah. But. Two. Is it ethical for player A to sponsor and fly out player B to compete in a tournament with player A? Oh, okay. Is collusion a concern? Right, right. So, like, Punk flying out ZJZ, and now this year he's flying out Moji. Oh, is that uh, something? Yeah, yeah, so... Um, but yeah, this has happened with any number of things. Like, like I, Justin's flown out people. Yeah, right. Do has done that. Like Justin's lost the Diddy Mokoff. Right, that's true. So, yeah. you know, so, I mean... Yeah, yeah, we're not talking about yeah, it because yeah, nobody yeah. voted for it. <laughs> Dang, okay, but I okay, do think okay. this is a very interesting question. All right, right, okay, okay. Which new SF5 players do you see getting the spotlight in 2020? Huh. And why? New players, huh? Interesting. Okay. Nobody voted for that. I wonder how what they count as new, though. <laughs> I don't know. 
Like, would Kichipamo count as new? No. Okay, okay. Ed Boon recently said he's been interested in having Street Fighter characters in MK11, but Gapcom declined. What are your thoughts about this? Which old game is viewed through the most rose-tinted glasses? And why is it CVS2? That's is that actually really what... <laughs> Wow, okay, okay. What's the most underrepresented or underexplored character archetype in fighting games? Interesting. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> what a great question. Seven. Dan Hibiki seems popular, but is it a waste of time to create a purposely bad joke character? How would you redesign Dan to be a viable character while retaining his taunts and humor? All right. Eight. Should Guilty Gear Strive consider a guest character to increase casual interest? If so, who and why? Okay. Nobody okay. voted for that. I mean, uh, I thought we've talked about that. No, someone asked me on my stream, mm. asked me who I would put in there. Just so, just so, because I've already answered it. I said the, the most fitting one. I would be biased because I'd want a Darkstalkers character. I would put Shinko in the game because she's already got the air dashes and stuff like that. And she's got crazy weapons. And I think she would just be super sick in Guilty Gear Strikes. But why her not any of the other? Because a lot of the other guys don't have air dashes and stuff like that. I feel like she's already built into that kind of style and she has weapons. You know what I mean? I like to see Anacharis. Anacharis was actually like my second or third choice, actually. So it was Anacharis and like Lord Raptor as well. I think those would be terrible choices because they're not popular. Yeah, You want your character to bring in people and none of those I don't need do Jetta because because um, what's his face is already in there, um, dude with the spike on his head. Shoot, why have I completely forgot his name? It's not my game. Shoot, the 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 one that had the fireball meaty that looked all into that sounds like every guilty gear character. Raven, thank you, okay. Raven. The one yes. with the fireball meaty. That's at least ten characters for sure. <laughs> Raven, because he's basically Jetta. Mm. He is Jedha. Like, okay. literally, you can tell that they created him as an homage to Jedha. Okay. So, he's already there, so... Fireball meaty. That's literally half the cast, yeah, at I know, least, right? right? No, no. Is it more than that? No, no. Actually, it's probably, like, four characters total. I feel like I see that every time I watch the game, but all right. Oh, uh, well, actually, no, no. I guess Soul would count. I guess Kai could count as well. So, yeah, maybe... Number six. nine. Is it necessary or fair for SF5 to have the three-frame button versus four-frame button divide in its cast? What other games Ooh. have such a clear divide in advantage among the cast? Ooh. That's an interesting one. Ten. And last, what are your favorite alternate modes in fighting games? Would they be helpful in maintaining casual players today? Okay. I like that one too. Here's the one. What There's one? a lot of good questions oh, in there. There's nice. a lot of good questions. Yeah, feel free in to there. resubmit if you if mm -hmm. you, you, we didn't get to yours. The winner of this, the fan vote, and we'll talk about it, is Dan Hibiki seems popular. Whoa! <laughs> didn't expect that one, eh? Dan Hibiki seems popular, but is it a waste of time to create a purposely bad joke character? How would you redesign Dan to be a viable character while retaining his taunts and humor? 23% voted for that one. Okay. Well, there you go. Joke characters, a waste. So how would you put Dan back in there, right? My answer to this is they already have. Okay. He's right. in the game okay. already. Yep. Yep. Dan is literally in the game already. Right. 
Yep. It's it's my head cannon. He's already in the Kage yep. is Dan. Yep. And he's not very good. No. So there you go. So they they've already done it. They did it. They already did it. I, I don't even think that there's a question. They they did it, and he's kind of viable-ish, you know. Sure. He and he, by the way, not very far away from being strong either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People have been talking about this ever since Kage launched. He looks a lot like Dan. A lot of his normals, a lot of his his jump attacks, his like fire his fireball doesn't go full screen. He's got a janky tattoo that hits once. Yep. Yep. There's definitely a lot of similarities to Dan. Now, there's also a lot of other similarities to Evil Ryu, right? Right, So right. he's Evil Dan, is what right. people have So basically, the Satsui no Hadu, the story mode for... In the story mode, Ryu finally purges himself of the Satsui no Hado, right? right? Okay. Has to find another body to inherit, right? Is it Venom? What? Yeah. It's, <laughs> is it really? I, I don't know. It's probably not. But okay. in my head canon, it okay. is. Okay okay, 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 okay. It needs to find another body, but it needs to find something <laughs> similar enough to Ryu. It's carnage. Right. It needs to find something as similar to Ryu. So since Dan was a part of that school at one point okay. in time and has part of it, it possessed him, right? Dan has disappeared from the store and okay. replaced by his sister. At the exact same time, Kage showed up. Wait, what? Yeah, Dan used to be the one talking in the store to you on the in the game. Like you talked, it was Dan. It was like Dan Habiki. Like he was the one talking, and he has since been replaced by a sister in the store. Dan's sister is in the store. Yeah, I thought that was Minot talking. No, that's Dan's sister from the MV Marvel superheroes versus Street Fighter parody ending. Oh, <laughs> are you? You're not pulling my chain. No, this no, is real not stuff. at all. This is a hundred percent true. What? No, his sister because uh, like he defeats Cyber Akuma in Marvel Superheroes versus Street Fighter, and then his sister comes up and goes, "No, Dan, don't kill him. He's actually our ah!" And that's a parody of Art of Fighting because it's Yuri and Ryo uh-huh, defeating uh-huh, Tengu, uh-huh. who turns out to be the Takumi, the okay. the, the father Takuma, okay. and stuff like that. It was the parody, so they made a fake Dan sister just for that ending, who they brought back. To operate the store because Dan has mysteriously disappeared. I'm telling you, this is canon. <laughs> this has and to you're be not, canon. And you're not making any of this up, for real. I am not making any of this up, uh, except for maybe the part that the Satsui no Hado needs to, uh, 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 you know, find another body. I'm making that part up. Okay. But outside of that, wow. I just feel like all the evidence. I had is no tr- idea. Yeah, uh, I feel like this is all like. I, f- I thought for sure it was Minot in the store. Anyway, all right. That's all very interesting, and definitely leads credence to the idea that Kage actually is just like Dan's shadow. Right. right? Kage's mm-hmm. shadow, mm-hmm. is what that means. Right. To go back to the original part of this question... I should grab my conspiracy theory You should. Hat. You should put on a little tinfoil. <laughs> You're going to do it? Okay. Dan was actually not bad in Street Fighter Four, right? If the implication of this question is... Here we go. Here we go. If the implement, if the implication of this question is that Dan was terrible in SF4 and you need to buff him to see if he can be good, how can he be viable? He was. Right. He mm-hmm. was viable. The the worst thing about Dan in Ultra Street Fighter 4 was that he was Dan, the character. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then people didn't think about him seriously. But if, if he had been anybody else, if you literally give any other character that moveset... You have a character that could be used and was definitely viable. Right. Now, mm-hmm. I wouldn't tell you I think he's top tier or anything. Right, but right. He was definitely on the, like, the mid mid He was not bad at all. <laughs> yeah, this is true. If he was some hot chick named Donnie, 
you know. Yeah, would, I remember saying that in yeah, yeah, SF4 uh-huh, days. Yeah, like, I definitely made that exact that joke. joke. Yeah. And it's true. He was not bad. Even in Vanilla, when he first got introduced, he wasn't terrible. And then they buffed him and buffed him and buffed mm-hmm, him. And by mm-hmm. the end, I thought he was right. good, fine. Like, not, his matchups, for the most part, were fine. Like, I thought he beat some important characters, to be honest. You just never saw that. Right. So, if the question is, Dan was terrible before, how do you make him viable? I think he wasn't terrible. Right. I think he was viable. And I also think that you wouldn't need to do much in SF5 for him to be viable, because Kage is pretty close to being viable. Mm -hmm. Like, he honestly, just a couple of changes and he's fine. And and to be honest with you, you know, part of the question is, would it be a waste to put a joke character in there? So, right, right, having talked about Dan, the more interesting question here is... Is it a waste of time to have a purposely joke character in there? Right. right. Now, the answer, I think, is yes. Right. Okay. I just, like, that's a lot of resources that you don't need to spend on it. However, I think a lot of games are positioned in a, in a way that you can still get away with a joke character without blowing a lot of resources, right? Like, mm. clearly in Street Fighter V... You could put the police cop in there. Okay, sure. Peter. Like that, mo- Peter. That was his name. Yeah, because he already exists. Yeah, his model is already there. He's clearly already there. The the PC version, you can actually hack it so that you can play Peter. Okay, I'm done Dang. with the hat. It's, the hat's not working out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can clearly already play Peter. Yeah. So, so a Joe character wouldn't be that hard to put in okay, there, sure, right? Sure, you know, sure. Just make him like really bad. The dolls, if they made them a joke, would be a waste. Because those characters, you could do some cool things with all those characters. Cabre was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, the Cabre was pretty cool. But I mean, even like uh, the way that you fought them in the story mode, which you never did because True. you've never played the story mode. But they all had their own style of play. Like one of them even smacked you over the head with a laptop and stuff like that. Like, yeah, one of them literally fights you with a laptop and like smacks you over the head with a laptop. In SF four? In SF five? They're in SF five. Yes, they're all. The, you can get them on the PC <laughs> version. You can hack it and play them on the PC version because they're all in the story mode. They're all in How the- much of what you've told me tonight is real? <laughs> it's totally real, dude. Like, people can act... You never played the story mode. I thought I did, to be honest. The I thought sh- that You I don't did. remember the chess pieces and, no. like, trying to go the... Blocking out the sun. I don't remember. Mika and Ibuki in the in the base following Karen. And I stuff guess I like didn't that. play it. I thought that I did. No, I don't think you ever did. I guess not. Yeah, no, it's it's really true. Yeah, the doll with the laptop. It's absolutely <laughs> laptop. true. She fights. She's holding a laptop. Why? Because she, she's the she's the techno. She's the tech doll of the group. Does she like shoot lasers at her or something? Like I don't happens? remember. I don't remember. Yeah, I know. I got to put the hat back on here because. This is all sounding... Yeah, he stopped... It was so funny because this was in season one and like in this... Or like season two-ish, right? And the story mode <laughs> had, it, had it so that like one of the dolls, the one one of the dolls with that fights with the swords tried to chop Zangief and he just breaks the sword with his chest. My man. Meanwhile, Chun-Li spends the whole story getting his at, her ass beat like by everybody. Really? And that was like the season where Chun-Li was killing everybody <laughs> and Zangief was like not good. Right, so, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, dude, this is all true. Wow. Dude, this is all true. Okay, so it wouldn't be too much work for them to put janky characters in the game. Cause they've yeah, because they've had some in there. But like I said, I think it would be a waste to do that to the dolls. But then again, I have obviously a, a fascination with the dolls. And, you know, I, I think the dolls are really cool and everything like that. So I mean, I'm fine with the character. I mean, there's different ways to take joke character, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A joke character could be like Dan in SF4 where he actually wasn't bad. Right. Or it could be like Sean in Third Strike where he was garbage. Right. Like there's any number of ways or, in between. I mean, 
would you count Birdie as a joke character? Or do, do you always have to mean by joke as in they're just not good? Yeah, right. They're intentionally designed to just get destroyed. So that's that's what I am right, interested yeah, yeah, yeah. in. That's what I would like to talk about. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, Dan wasn't bad. Birdie has a lot of jokes, but is not a joke, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Rufus mm-hmm. was had a lot of jokes, right? He was a silly character, right, right, right. but he wasn't bad in any sense. Right. Like, for example, Roll in MVC2 was a joke character. Okay. Servebot was a joke character. Right. Roll in TVC was not a joke okay. character, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So there you go. Right. So I don't want to see Marvel 2 Roll, right? Yeah, 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 I, d- I don't want to uh, see Third Strike Sean. Like, I, these are characters that I could do without. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, now, some, some balancing problems are fine. Like, 12 could have been better. But Sean, they intentionally nerfed from one of the better characters in Second Impact to unsafe on hit, in a, just a bad, awful character in Third him, Strike. Yeah. They purposely made him bad, for sure. Because mm-hmm. you, don't, you don't take a character that was fine and just kill him like I that. I mean, even, even in his ending, when he wins, yeah. his ending, he just gets beat up by yeah. Ryu all day. Like, he, he's he's definitely end. bad in the lore. Like That character, I don't want to see again. Right. It would be interesting to take Sean and make him good... Fine, but don't make him a joke in the sense of sucking. I think that is a waste of space. I have just thought of something right now. Uh oh. I really want Laura's V skill to be Sean Basketball. <laughs> Sean Basketball, oh man. Dude, can you imagine? It, like, she just sits there and then he just jumps in and goes, yoink, and that throws so it. Cool. And then, dude, that would be sick. That would actually be sick. <laughs> I want Sean Basketball to be Laura's V skill too. Just we'll like, see. Just like ferret, ferret kick, you know? I think that would be super awesome. I, I never agreed with the idea that having joke characters is cool. I know this is something that some devs have said. I remember Ono talking about this, mm-hmm. how he thinks there's value. This was back in SF4. Maybe he thinks differently now. But This was during AE. In, A, in, A, A, in AE. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when mm-hmm. they were designing that game, he talked about how, I think his, his metaphor was like, You'd like to have a globe that's not a perfect sphere. You want uh, it to yeah, be bumpy. Uh, and valleys yeah. and spikes and yeah, stuff. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Horrendous metaphor. Right, yeah. Completely misses any point. But, yeah, I, I hated it, you know? So I don't want to have these wild tier shifts. That's mm-hmm. bad. It's bad. I don't think it's true that players want to specifically play with characters that suck to that degree. Mm-hmm. I know people who like to play low tier, but every single game will always have low tier. Right. That tiers are unavoidable. So is the tier going to be like how SF5 is now? Or basically all modern games are now, right? right? Where there are tiers and some of them are lower, but nobody's terrible. Right. Very rare in modern games. Whereas in previous games, bad characters were just garbage. Right. Mm-hmm. People who played low tier didn't like that. I was one of them. I know. I didn't like that Q was so bad. I was just married to Q. But if Q as low tier was still low tier and yet not that garbage (laughs) i would have been super happy yeah i mean for me it's probably different because i specifically sought out the characters who are bad but within the set of characters who are bad right you picked cammy who is actually in the context of the larger world of low tiers Nothing like Third Strike Sean, not Marvel 2 Roll. And and another thing is when Dan was revealed in Street Fighter Alpha, that didn't make me stop playing Chun-Li in that game because Chun-Li was the worst character, Ah. but Dan was clearly the the worst worst because he was a joke. Right. 
but I never picked him to try to beat people because it was just it that at that point yeah. you were just like stupid. It's not even like you can't even be serious with yeah. the character. So, so I I don't want that kind of stupid Joe character. No. Mm-hmm. In conclusion, mm-hmm. I do not. Yeah, and and if you want to design it, the only way I would be okay with it is if you did some sort of reused asset kind of like that. You know what I mean? So if you actually just. Yeah. Uh, Hey, we already had Peter for story mode, so Peter's just going to be in there. Like, you know, it would be funny if they put Peter in there and he actually shot with a gun so they could just have give Blah a gun, like, joke. Like, that would be kind of <laughs> funny, right? Like, okay. Peter just fought with a gun, but, yeah. like, he literally dies in, like, two hits because he's right. an old man, you know right. what I mean? Like, that would actually be kind of funny, but they've already had the assets in there and everything. Yeah. And his normal moves would be, like, jab is, like, and strong would be, like, and then fierce would be, like, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, you could do that, so. Meat was a playable character in Mortal Kombat. Oh, God. Uh, one of them. Uh, Deception? Uh, maybe Deadly Deception. Alliance? I, re- I honestly don't yeah, remember which one. Uh-huh. But in one of the games, he was actually really good. He was good. Was he? Yeah, Meat was Meat good. Meat was good? Yeah, Meat had... Oh, what, was, See, what was the gimmick? He had a command grab and an overhead. There's some mix-up that was really dumb. I guess I don't remember you anymore. See, they created he meat. actually was good. They created meat, but this is why you know Capcom is more concerned, because they created Tofu, remember? so <laughs> In Resident Evil 2. Do you not know about Tofu? So when you beat the game, you had to do something. <laughs> this is all <laughs> more good. Completely I know, right? Like, <laughs> I'm mad. Like, you, you unlock Hunk. And he has a side mission, basically. But then you can also un. Then if you beat it with him, you unlock Tofu, who's literally just a giant block of tofu. Okay. And you fought with him, like Ooh. you had a block of tofu running around, like fighting zombies and stuff like that. And I'm not making and this, this is up. Real? Okay. I'm not making this up. <laughs> this whole day has been full of me just talking about lies all over the place that, yeah, that are actually truths, dude. Maybe I don't know. I'm not make this is tofu is totally real, dude. <laughs> He's totally a block of tofu oh, in there. Right. All right. Oh yeah, that's right. He's in the remake as well. They put him in there just just as a joke. Yeah, he's really James in there. Chen's lore minute. <laughs> oh man, lore, lore half an hour. Anyway, I guess that's it about the Danny B. Key question. Yeah, sure. What, what do you else do? do you want? God, to there's discuss? so many good questions. There are here. quite a few. All right, so let's see here. Best tournaments have a theme. Yeah. Is it ethical for player A to sponsor player B? Which new SF5 players do you see getting the spotlight in 2020? Ed Boon said he's really interested in having Street Fighter, but Capcom denied. What old games is viewed through the most road-tinted glasses? Third Strike. Uh, what's the most underrepresented or underexplored character archetype? Should Guilty Gear Strive consider a guest character? Is it necessary for Street Fighter to have the three-frame button? Divide in its cast. What are your favorite alternate modes in fighting games? What do you think? There's so many good questions. I'm almost down just to go with the second highest rated one. At sure, this that, point. Seems, that seems fine. Uh, That's a good idea. What, what would you say? What would you say? I, I would have picked that one anyway. Oh, really? Is it necessary for fair or fair for Street Fighter Five to have the three frame button versus four frame button divide in its cast? What other games have such a clear divide and advantage among the cast? Okay. Um, you want to change the whole thing over here? Sure. <clears throat> I guess I would start by saying that... I mean, I don't want to devalue this too much, but I do think that characters can be very strong in SF5 without a three-frame button. Mm-hmm. 
G. G, Abigail in the past has been like that. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, now I'm curious who's in this video game, as I always have to be. Why don't you bring up a tier list I'm that, about you could, to. <laughs> that you have already produced? I mean, I was even just talking to Olaf about this this morning. I will say that in all of the seasons, and this happened as soon as the season two patch notes came out, I said this was the strongest buff in the entire season patch. Okay. And I still think that through the course of all of Street Fighter V, it was probably the best buff that anyone got, okay. which was Bison standing light kick three sure. frames. Sure. I really think that's still like Maybe, the yeah. best okay. buff that anybody got. So among the characters who I think are top tier and high tier, uh-huh. the only ones who don't have a three frame button are G, Abigail, Urian. Zangief, Urian, Guile, Birdie, uh, Birdie, Blanca. But I don't think most people think you actually have Blanca in the high tier. Yeah, huh? I think he's actually really good. But that's, did you, did you that's man- not very common. Did you mention Guile already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was six I mentioned, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then that's six out of what? Six plus 16, 18. So six out of 18. Right. But to note, in your bottom low tier, okay. two of the three characters have three frames. That's true. Claw and Ryu. Claw and Ryu both have three frames. That's true. And they're not very good. And they're not very good. Right. So, again, I don't want to devalue having a three-frame button because it's really good. Mm -hmm. But um, I think that it is talked about too much, maybe, as being extremely important. I think there's other things that also matter Mm -hmm. as much or more. Uh, And the characters who are top tier, I mean, Rashid and Akuma and Ibuki, I guess, do absolutely everything right it's not just that they have three frame buttons it's that they also have invincible dps great movement great mix-ups great damage yada yada right that's the reason that they're so good they just have everything Mm -hmm. including three frame buttons but if you took those same characters and put them as four frame buttons they would still be some of the best characters (laughs) right by the way i do want to mention that claw has three frames only in one mode right it's only when he's clawless just stand short Oh, Stan Short, that's right, that's right, I forgot about that. Yeah, 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 okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's perfectly fine, and in fact, I'm happy about it. Yeah. I like the three-frame, four-frame divide. Agreed, agreed. With the characters, because I it's one of the things that I liked the least about Street Fighter V is the homogenization of everything. I don't like the fact that everybody's sweep is punishable. I don't like the fact that nobody has an invincible uppercut. You know, I don't like yeah, meterless uppercut. I don't like those kind of homogenization. You know what I mean? I like rules that apply to most everybody, but the exceptions exist. Mm. That is like one of my favorite things, right? Sure. I mean, have other games done this? Absolutely. Super Turbo Honda. Like, look at Honda, right? He died to fireballs and he didn't die to fire and he killed everyone who didn't have a fireball. Like, having a projectile was such a divide in Super right. Turbo, yeah, absolutely right? absolutely it was. Like, yeah. you were either Ryu and Sagat or you were not. You know what I mean? You just basically died. Think about the strong characters in that game Sagat, uh, Dalsim, Ryu, Guile, DJ. DJ, even more so. Yeah, right. yeah, uh-huh. right. They, that, that's not everybody. Claw, right? But there's Chun Li. Chun Li, right? Yeah. So basically, uh-huh. every good character has a fireball except right. for Claw. Because <laughs> Claw was just, he's just messed too up. Too good. Yeah. Uh, Claw was a fireball. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. Basically. <laughs> so. Right. But yeah, that's that's a great way to put it. That that's that is also another really big divide. Right. So exactly. that stuff has for sure existed. 
Yeah, and a lot of fighting games, even in Street Fighter Four, the divide. Oh, boxer as well, yeah. The yeah. divide of having an invincible uppercut into FADC was mm. a big divide as sure. well. People used to get super mad about that, right? Yes. Even having a really good backdash is kind of a divide, right? Yes. Guilty Gear, half the characters have command throws, half the characters do not have command throws. These are divides all over the place. The three frame, four frame one, like you said, I do feel like people probably emphasize a little too much. Yeah. And so it feels like it's a bigger deal than some stuff. Yeah. Now, obviously there is some situations where it is a big deal. Like, it's useful, absolutely. Like for example, uh, a weird example for me is Lucia, because I'm playing her now, Lucia, right? Is that um, if you do strong into low fierce into fireball, you can set up some kind of cool traps or whatever like that. However, there's a four frame gap in between mm. strong into crouching fierce, which means people who have three frames can interrupt you but if people with four frames can't, so right. you get to do that every single time to four frame characters, but not three frame characters. But in the end, does it really matter? Because if I just do low strong, low forward into burn kick and you touch a button, you're going to get hit by the low forward and you get frame trapped. And now you're not going to want to hit buttons and now I can do low fears. You know what I mean? For most like, characters, there are ways to beat what three framers want to yeah, press yeah, buttons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, not really, right? So like if Fang does stand around us, it's plus one. Yeah, he doesn't have anything yeah, yeah, yeah. fast enough to beat a stand short or a uh -huh. three-frame button or whatever. Just so trade. he can trade. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you're the three-framer there, unless you're going to die from the trade, just press your three-frame button. <laughs> right, right, right. So uh -huh. that sucks. But um, in other cases, there are typically things that you can do as the opponent, mm -hmm. as the attacking player in that situation to beat the three-frame button. Right. So, yeah, it's very good. And I don't want to say that it's not, right, right, to be clear. But I do think it's talked about too much. Yeah, I mean, okay, so, I mean, like, some people are talking about Alex. If he got a three-frame button, would he be that much better? I don't know, because Why? the thing is, like, a lot of the characters out there who are good, Karen, Rashid, Akuma, Abuki, Dictator, all of their frame traps will kill three-frame buttons anyway. Mm. And they're going to rush you down and blow you up anyway. Having the three-frame button for Alex obviously would make him... Better. Better. Would it make him significantly better that people who play Alex wouldn't still be upset that Alex gets destroyed? I doubt it. I just don't think that is the that's the problem for him. Right. Like, mm -hmm. If he if he's up close, cool. Like you get a forward fierce or into a stand strong. Like he has frame traps right, exactly. that work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I don't necessarily... I don't think that's the problem with Alex. Yeah, exactly. I, it's, I mean, you know, I'm going to say it again. I'm sorry to belabor this point, but in season one, characters with uppercuts, clearly the uppercut was not the problem for right. half of those characters, right? And right. in fact, Ryu probably in the end wouldn't have even have been one of the strongest characters in season one. Right. After we That's figured right. out how to play the game a little bit more. I agree with you. So, like, but they nerfed it because everybody said it's not fair that some characters have four an invincible uppercut and they right. don't. Even though when you block it, they literally die because of Javits, right? I, I, I mean, wonder like, why they changed. I kind of think that it wasn't because people complain. I feel like that was their design decision, but <sighs> I, I would love to know for sure, and we don't. Uh, yeah, probably should have explained this at the very start. But what, when we're talking about three frame versus four frame buttons, oh, right. we are talking about the startup on the light attack that a character has. Or the fastest normal that they have. Whatever their fastest normal yeah. is, yeah. Mm -hmm. Is their fastest normal a three frame startup, which means that it hits on the third frame, or is it a four frame startup? That is a significant difference, because even though it's just one one sixtieth of a second, super fast, mm -hmm. there are things that can be attacked out of situations and block streams that could be attacked out of by characters with these three frame buttons mm -hmm. and not by characters with the four frame buttons. Right. So characters who don't have 
the fastest tool, the three frame buttons, they have to respect more offense, basically, right? right? They're stuck mm-hmm. more often. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of situations where if, like, for example, uh, if you are a character that has a three frame button and you're fighting against characters who have no three frame button, if you do something where you're minus one, you're actually kind of at zero, mm. right? Mm. So in other words, I can hit my three frame button. The worst that'll happen is that we trade. Right. So if I'm minus one after something, I should just hit the button because mm. we'll trade at worst, right? If I'm fighting against a zero frame character, I mean a three frame character, and I'm minus one, then he'll beat me. So right. very big difference in those kind of situations. It actually doesn't. It does amount to a big difference, of right. course. But again, I don't feel like the. It, I don't feel like it's. I don't feel like that's what makes the characters good. You know what I mean? Like like you said, it's Rashid, just it's Akuma, one of a number of things. Right. Right. Exactly. Just like an invincible uppercut was one of a number of things. For sure. And again, if you if you'd look at Rashid and Nakuma and you take out one of the things that makes them really good, they still have ten other things that make them good. <laughs> they would not become bad characters right. if they were four framers. Would it would it make Akuma worse if you took away the three frame button game of four frame button or with fireball into V trigger, which one would make him worse, right? Like clearly, with fireball and the V trigger would make him worse if you got rid of that. You know, yeah, they're both so, nerfs. Yeah, uh huh. So I don't think the three frames is the is the issue. So I I agree with you that this is something that has always existed mm-hmm. and that I like. Yeah, I like yeah. to have variety. Mm-hmm. I do not want characters to have the same options. Yep. I love SF5 now, but as you said, when the game first came out, I felt there was too much homogenization mm-hmm. and not enough unique stuff uh, among characters. And now, part of why I like it is that there is so much diversity, and this is one of the ways to get diversity, which is good. I was watching Shine stream, right? And I was talking with him in there, and I was just, dude, Lucy is so fun, Lucy is so fun, Lucy yeah. is so fun. And Shine literally on stream was like, can you imagine how different everybody would probably look at Street Fighter V if these characters all came out at the beginning? I mean, you know, with something we talked yeah, about many know, times, right? right? But if, yeah. if in 2015... 16, this current game yeah, came out as uh-huh. it fully currently is. Uh-huh. Well, obviously, completely well, different obviously story. if that, but I mean, I even mean like if the characters just had the same kind of creativity for Poison, Honda, Lucia, G, Minot, Zeku, and stuff yeah, like that. But again, that also comes from the developers learn understanding their own game. Of course, yes. Right, because like I said, the one thing about Lucia, when you play her... She is so intentionally designed. This leads into plus three because they don't want you to combo. This canceled in the V trigger cannot combo. You cannot go this combo route. Like they intentionally designed her so much, and they could not have done that in season one. Fair enough. They could not have done that in season one. So, yep. Yeah. No, I mean it's not really worth talking about. It's just mm-hmm. it's a fun counterfactual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. You know. But the whole point being that. Diversity is good in characters. Like, there's just value in having unique characters. Yeah, and and honestly, it's one of the reasons why I love Alpha 3 so much. Yeah, no, sure. It's because they just kind of went crazy. They definitely went deep into that. Yeah, Yeah. uh, they were like, let's. (laughs) Mika, like, what the hell, Karen? What the hell is happening? You know, they, they did some really interesting things in that game, so. Yeah, diversity is a good thing in all of life. I agree with that. All right, well, I think that was a very interesting topic. Mm. And again, a lot of these were cool questions. So if we didn't get to yours and you would like us to do so again, then... Submit it again. Yeah, happy to take it again. But uh, if we have 
Too many questions that I'm going to limit it to one per person as right. I did this week. Okay. So just everybody well, knows. Flip side, a lot of the top tiers even now that get the most value from their buttons often seem to be the original Street Fighter V cast. Did they purposely dial back normals? Wait, what? A lot of the top tiers that get the most value from their buttons seem to be the original SF5 cast. I don't agree with that they necessarily. They purposely dial back normals. Because Akuma... Yeah, he wasn't an original SF5 cast. Right. Neither was G. Laura's a, Laura's one, and she doesn't get a lot out of her normals. Right. Colleen wasn't. Irian, Zeku, yeah, so Minot, Ka- Karen, Rashid, Abigail are the only two that I can really think of. Maybe Bison. Karen, Rashid, Bison, Cami. Those four get a lot out of their normals, but I think that's really just kind of is. So, yeah, and Ryu exists, and Nash exists. They, yeah, technically. Yeah, uh-huh. man. I- <laughs> <laughs> I played a bunch of online this weekend, uh-huh, and uh, I played a Nash a couple of times, and I just at no point was worried. Do you know what I mean? You know, do, you know that feeling where you just like, you can't do anything to me. <laughs> you wrote that about a poor Vega player that you fought against, too, or something like that. I think that. Honda blows up Vega. Yeah. I think it's pretty tough for Vega. I just don't know what Vega's supposed to do. Yeah. So, yeah, I got... I just wasn't taking it seriously, and it's the kind of thing where like I could feel myself not take it seriously, because he was harassing me with stand strong, stand strong, uh-huh. and I would get hit and I'd hold up forward, and he would hit me with stand strong, because I'd hold up forward, he hit me with stand strong. I literally lost a life bar holding up forward to try to jump, just thinking he wouldn't keep pressing. Stand I keep anymore. talking about why playing against him is hard. This is the reason. But I lost. Because you do this to me all the time. I lost that though. It doesn't matter because I kicked. You just like, just like play seriously. <laughs> Anyway, it was hard. It was hard. Oh, all right, all right. I guess that's it for a five-five. Yep. Okay. Anything else okay. in terms of the thing? Let's uh, see if there's any other topics here. I mean, someone talked about the the Abby Abby tutorial video. I don't know if you saw that one. It was the latest video from the guy who complained about all the MK animations, and he did one for MK11. Oh, okay. Now, and uh, he's not very kind to the game. Is that so? Yeah, he's. I'll he's, check it out. He's actually kind of uh, pretty brutal to the game. I thought the previous yeah. videos were good, so I'll yeah, check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We so. did talk about Sindel when the show was new. Let's see if there's other stuff. We talked about the YouTube changes. Uh, Hold Back to Block. Yes! From uh, Esteban did a great interview with Keats about netcode in fighting games. Mm-hmm. It's on YouTube. You should really check it out. It's just, yeah, I mean, Esteban's a great videographer, and he did a great job on the interview as well, and I thought Keats had a, had a lot of great things to say about Netcode. I thought he phrased it well. You know, he's, yeah, it was really he's good always been very good at oh, doing yeah. that. So. so, highly recommended. Yeah. Uh, and then in addition to that, um, Michael Martin posted on Twitter that he's going to be leaving Capcom. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, so that's a bummer. Yeah, I, I'm... I'm, I'm concerned i guess just because uh uh you know he is someone who had more of a pulse into the fgc Mm. right like i feel like after he leaves capcom like you know carolyn is still there but you know i feel like we're losing a lot of the 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 guys with the with the full pulse into the scene yeah i guess that's my sense as well we'll see how that plays Mm -hmm, out mm -hmm. but yeah wouldn't it i mean yeah, so so people are asking who's that? Uh, oh, Michael Martin, Bizarro sure. Mike. Yeah, uh, he was basically one of the guys on the Capcom esports team that was helping run a lot of stuff yeah. and uh, being one of the main representatives. Right. So yeah. So he's somebody that we see at tournaments all the time, or mm-hmm. have been mm-hmm. seeing. I guess we won't anymore. 
Yeah, I mean, there's a long line of people who have been at Capcom for a few years and then left, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, going back a dozen years, 15, I guess, that I've known people who have worked there. Like, I'm just trying to... Seth. Combo Fiend. Seth, Matt, Hans, Combo Fiend. Um, boy, Damon. Uh, I'm sure I'm forgetting other people. Who, who come from the FGC side of things mm -hmm. and worked there for a period of time and and then didn't stick around or couldn't stick around. No, Mama Dao was still there. Mama Dao was still there. Yeah, she is. Uh, but yeah, that's like a long period of time. It's almost like there's somebody else who's working there who consistently causes problems for everybody else who tries to work at Capcom, uh, especially from the US side of things and people who know the fighting game scene well. It just that's just the impression that I get yeah, from I, this trend. I wonder if it's just like really tough to work in that place, you know, like hard yeah. to get your ideas across. Or I, something yeah, like I wonder. That. I wonder if there's like one specific person who has been put in a leadership role that just consistently causes problems for everybody else. I'm not sure. I don't know. You know, I'm just asking questions. Yeah, speculating, speculating. Just speculating. <sighs> oh man. Well, but, maybe we'll never find out, but I I hope that that's if that's true. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, hi kitty. I hope uh, somebody who consistently gets more and more power, maybe I theoretically hope, speaking, over the years, even as they cause problems for everybody else right. in the whole company. I don't know. The hope is that Wondering. you know, some like. Hopefully we can keep somebody, you know, in there who has the pulse with the FGC and is able to try to, you know, keep things going. So it's yeah. Yeah. Very, very important for that to happen. <laughs> Currently is not. Yeah. I don't I don't know though. Just okay. speculating. Uh, any other game news, FGC news? No, I guess that's about it. Okay, okay. Um Anything else that you want to talk about? I reached my goal in Street Fighter V online. Ah. Oh, okay. Well, was to get back to Diamond or something? Just or? to be top 10,000. Oh, top 10,000. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, gotcha. I started playing online again maybe like two months ago. Because when I began playing again, I didn't want to play online because mm -hmm. I'm just opposed. Just, it's not great. Because it's not fun. It's right? not great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I have been playing online because, I mean, even though it's not that great, like... That is, a, it's a way to get better. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, it's, mm -hmm. it's not ideal, but it is a way to get better. And so I've been doing that. And over the last couple of months, I've gone from, what's from, whatever was right below platinum, gold, gold. ultra gold, yeah, ultra yeah, yeah. gold, uh -huh. to super diamond. Oh, nice. Yay. Okay. Okay. So my goal was top ten thousand. Now I'm top seven thousand. Oh, dang! Um, and it's mostly with Honda too, right? Entirely with Honda since. Yeah. Well, I guess entirely because I've been playing that character since before I started playing online. Yeah. Right. I just don't see how people don't think Honda's good, dude. It's very confusing to me, to be <laughs> honest, dude. I think he's so good. Well, that's the. I don't want to oversay it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He definitely has problems. Right, right, but, right. Um, but people talk about him he's like he's good. really bad. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? So. Yeah. I mean, I've been playing a lot of Street Fighter Five online as well because Lucia has really just piqued my interest and she's god I, she's so much fun mm. like it's it's so much fun to the point where like i'm not even getting mad when i lose 
because I'm just having fun That's as cool. I'm playing. That's important. Like, it's so different than when I was playing Cammy. Because when I was playing Cammy, I just get angry about everything and yeah. stuff. And now, all of a sudden, I'm having a good time here. I mean, I started in, like, uh, Ultra Gold or something like that. I've only been playing for a week. I, I keep hovering around the border between Platinum and Ultra Gold. Because mm -hmm. I'm just trying to learn the character and yeah. everything like that. But she's so much fun. And, you know, I'm picking up on matchups and everything like that. Learning a lot of really cool things about her. God, I, I don't know. She's just like, she plays exactly how I want to play Street Fighter. She's always doing something. Everything is about distancing, you know, spacing things to be safe and mm. things like that. And just the entire time you're thinking about all the different options that she has. And she has like a million yeah. options. She's cool. She's she's active. She's really interesting combo routes. She's got cool, dirty little mix-ups, you know. And I just... She's so fun. Like, yeah. what a great character. I'm like, with you, dude. I did not expect... Like, I was... When I first saw her, I was like, she looks like she'll be fun. Mm. And I tried her out in training mode. I was like, oh, she's really fun. I like this character. But I didn't realize just how much, like, I would... I'm even cool. getting anti-airs now with her. Okay. Because, like, I feel myself, like, the drive to, like, yeah. be stronger Let's with go, that character. James. So, okay. like... Like, I told my chat, every time I anti-air, type in nice anti-air in the chat to give me more motivation Aww, to keep doing so it. Cute. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I still, because I can see it. Every time I lose a match, it's because I block, like, four jump-ins and I'm put into a mix-up. And then I die in the mix-up because I can't help but hitting buttons and right. they're yeah, plus, yeah, right? Exactly. So I just yeah. die. And I also just take throw. And she's got really interesting shimmies. My favorite mm. shimmy now is canceling low forward into run cancel and then just walking backwards. Right. Oh, God. Like, you catch people with that and it just it just feels so good. That's cool, dude. She's really, really fun, right. dude. She's really fun. I, I have not been this, like... Hyped like like you said, the online's not very good, and yet I still want to go and play yeah. online constantly with this character because she's so much fun. She's so, like I said, I learned a lot. There was a really cool Lucia document that someone linked to me that had a lot of good advice that I didn't even think of on how to like use certain moves that okay. I didn't even realize could be used in certain ways okay. and stuff. And then, like I said, uh, my long set with V for Charlie uh, this weekend helped a lot. Mm. Uh, the next morning, I did play someone who was just trying to get back in Street Fighter V. And so, I mean, like, uh, like I was I was definitely strong. You blew him up. I blew him up. Okay, I All got right. like a 30-some 30, 30 win streak going. <laughs> okay, and let's stuff go. Like that. But, you know, like, it's really interesting because I've, I've said this many times. But when I play matches like that, I learn a lot. Mm. And everybody's always like, you got to play people who are better than yeah. you. But when I played that Figured match, yourself, you know, like that good. whole session there made me learn Lucia Footsie so good. Mm. So now all of a sudden my footsies with that character are so much okay, better than they go. used to be. And, and, and like I said, for like when I used to play CVS2 and CVS1, the way that I learned those games is I played my roommates, my brother, my best friend, with random select because mm -hmm. I was just better and I just beat up everybody mm -hmm. and that's what got me good. Like I, I weirdly learn hey. way easier when I play people that I can kind of beat up on that's a cool. little bit. It's weird. You, I don't yeah, understand you gotta know how you so, learn, and that's, that's yeah. how you learn. That's cool. But I'm not talking about you, Charlie. Your mat, the match that we had, I mean, it was really, really, like, I was just learning a bunch of stuff yeah. technically, and that's also when I first started using V-Trigger 1, uh -huh. because that's what I saw Shine start using, but uh, V for Charlie was really fun to play, although he is a crazy Daigo Umahara Ume flash kick let's nut. go okay because he's also a hitbox user let's go so his flash kick is 
He just hits oh, up and cheap. right kick like this, right? Cheap. So like he would just he would because he, low forward and a burn kick is not a true block string. He flash kicked it every single time. So if I did it low forward and he bap flash kick, yeah. So he was a cheater. V Thanks for the sub, Mr. Horse Lord. V for Charlie was a cheater. You know what's interesting? You're talking about how you've been fluctuating between ultra gold and platinum. platinum? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, over the past two months, I would say it took me... I didn't get until Diamond until about two weeks ago, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which I think is 14,000 points. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then now in the last two weeks, I've gotten 10,000 more points. Like, there just was like a point where I was like... It like clicked. Uh -huh. And the battle of Ultra Gold to Platinum and back again, I went through that too, for yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 I definitely was uh -huh. bouncing all over the place. Then even when I got into Platinum, the different levels of it, I was bouncing yeah, around yeah, all the time. Yeah, uh -huh. And then, yeah, I just, I felt like at some point I was, like, into it, and I understood, and now I'm 10,000 more points, even though I struggled to get the 14,000 in the first place. Right, right, Well, I Just, mean, like, there's, like, a, I don't know, I've re reached a level where I've figured it out. Well, also, I do think that your tweet kind of makes sense as well, too. I mean, because Street Fighter's been around so long, bronze and silver are basically gold and platinum now, mm. where, you know, uh... Gold is like uh, gold. I mean, maybe not so much for platinum. It's it's really fascinating for me to play this right now because you can tell which players have been born into the lag. <laughs> like honestly, like every wow. time I run into a four bar person, okay, like it's without question that the person plays like a complete nut, right? But the thing about it is I don't even get mad about it because if that's the connection that you are playing with 80% of the time and it's going to work, you're learning the right thing. Fair enough, yeah. So I played a Karen who all she did was light Rasenha oh, overhead. Oh, yeah. So I'm just like, sure. so she'll be here, ah! and all of a sudden I get hit by an overhead out of nowhere. And I'm like, what the heck? Like uh -huh. she teleported over there. And like, that's the thing is like, they're all in plant. Like I fought a, a, a Japanese four bar Ken who wow. was just the biggest spaz in the world with Ken and it's weird because he has that reputation but again if his connections are not good why wouldn't he play that way yeah because it works sure. you know what I mean and that's the hardest part that about seeing it like I'm not mad that they play that way because that's a hundred percent how they should be learning they've, that's what they're gonna learn they've learned how to win under the circumstances that they're in. Exactly. And so I'm not even... It, to me, it's just sad that we have... That the netcode is bad enough to born these kind of players online. You know what I mean? It's like it. really, really unfortunate. You know? It's not making me worse because clearly I know that this is not the way to play. You know what yeah. I mean? And I'm not... But there's also value in figuring out how to play against people like that. Because yeah. some of them do exist in offline as well. Mm -hmm. Like there, that is a style, and yeah. is it a great idea offline? Not really, but mm -hmm. it's a style. Yes, and you have to know how to beat it. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. if you don't Absolutely. know how to beat it, then you're going to get blown up even offline. Right, and and that's the thing is like I think once you get into the diamond levels, you're fighting more of the people who are serious, who have a good connection, who don't want to yeah, no, have no. bad situations, and you can play more mind games with them. So I think. You, you said it in a tweet that it almost feels easier to win in Diamond than it does in Platinum. Yep. And I think you're absolutely right because before I used to feel like it was easier to win in Gold than it was in Silver. Mm. You know, when I was first coming up and trying to build myself up. And now, like I said, the people who have been born into that lag aspect have gotten so good at it that they are Platinum now. 
Right. You know what I mean? They're in platinum now. So those people who were like crazy lag people have 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 adapted to play that way. Evolution has taken its course and they have become experts in that style of play. There you go. And so I do think it's probably easier to win yeah, once you get diamond. Like so <laughs> And what's interesting too is you know I get matched up now with people who are in the top 100 sometimes, mm-hmm. top 50 even. Usually they beat me, right? But yeah, this is true for every game high five. I'm not this saying is this is a Street no, Fighter exclusive. Course. No, no, course, no, no, no. Yeah, this happens in every and, game. And, and many other games will tell you too that even aside from lag, that there's a level that is harder to beat, to win in, than the level that's right above it. Right. Just because mm-hmm, people, mm-hmm. once people have minimized the randomness, it's sort of easier to play against them yeah, in a yeah, sense. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, most of the people who are in the top like 100 or whatever beat me. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But other than that, I would say the people who are like from where I am, which is currently like six and a half thousand or something, mm-hmm. or no, even before that, it was it was probably top fifteen thousand to like the top one hundred. Uh-huh. Everybody's the same level, right. like we're, it's yeah, all the yeah. same skill level, but who grinds more? Right. <laughs> That's really how it feels. Mm-hmm. It's it's very it's very funny. It's very funny. There's like this huge group of people that are like eh, basically all the same skill, and then you get to the top hundred and you're like. This is a different, yeah. <laughs> different story. <laughs> this is where you run into Shine and Neon and, and, and all those guys up there. Yeah, because I was watching Shine stream and all he's doing is just running into Neon and all these other guys in like the top hundreds and but, stuff but like what's, that. But what's funny though is that uh, sometimes I'll get matched up against people from the top hundred and they have like 20 game win streaks, you know. Uh, and then uh, I, I've beaten them a couple times. Usually not, right? But it's funny because like, I think to myself like how many bums like me did this person have to get through to right. play somebody else who was also really good? Mm-hmm. You know, it's probably, right. it's probably just a lot of like winning 20 games in a row and then yep. you play against somebody actually strong. Dude, I mean, speaking of, in Teppin, I got matched up with Kyle P. Uh, I don't know if you know how good he is in Teppin. I did not. He's like, he was ranked like 26 when I was Okay, let's go, Kyle. So I was like, all right. So I got my Foregan deck and I'm fighting against him. He's using Wesker Ouroboros. Throw out some of my cards. He plays False Throne, puts something in his graveyard. Puts out one of those tyrants. I kill it. Okay. Right. I managed to kill the one that comes back as the. I kill the it. The super one, yeah. Right. Then I think you played like another false throne, and then you played living death. Okay. Okay. And so he put a devil Joe, okay. <laughs> a tyrant, and something, and I had no monsters That's in the great. graveyard because I hadn't killed anybody. That's great. He hadn't killed any of my guys, so my field was empty. And I was just he like, just got eaten alive. I was yeah. just like, this sucks. <laughs> I hate living death. That's great. I hate living death. Oh man! But I have beaten. And he even said so. He was like, "Yeah, that card's busted." Ah. He was like, "Before I played Wesker, I used to hate that card." So okay. He's like, yeah. All right. He's like, "Yeah, that card's busted." So, God, I hate that card. But yeah, I've been also beating well-known Street Fighter Five players mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. online. I was really happy about that. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. That's well. I mean, I would be. Did anyway. they know it was you because it was like Shin Fart Butler? Or oh, something I mean, like you that, know, it is you Shin know? Fart Butler. But oh, is it? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. It's still Shin Fart Butler. Okay, okay. But uh, I don't know. They they probably didn't know it was me. But it was just. It's probably been half a dozen years since I have played well enough to beat somebody uh, who's good. Yeah, even yeah, if yeah. it's in like a bad online situation. Even even mm-hmm. if the netcode's bad. Like it's right, been a long time since yeah. I've been solid enough to do yeah, that. So yeah, yeah. it was nice. It's not something that I'm gonna like throw right, well, over too I'm much. Not, but it's definitely like a nice. Feeling. I'm not gonna play you right now because you're gonna be too strong for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Man, people are still talking about that in the chat. Jesus. Okay. What, trash box? No, no, about the, the gore in, in, in Mortal Kombat. Mm, you it's know. pretty gnarly. Yeah, it's pretty gnarly. That's one of the main things that, that that guy is really just like complaining about. Well, I agree about. with him there. Yeah, I know. That's no the thing. I don't think you're going to disagree with that at all. So. Yeah. 
No, I mean, but to be honest with you, like I, like I said, I mean, I know clearly I'm not super strong, but I already feel myself getting better and everything. I'm sure. And the character no just, ah, oh. and like I said, I can't even express to you how much difference it makes that I'm just playing a character that I'm having. It's fun a huge with. thing because because like like you said, if you enjoy playing even in a loss, then you will learn a lot more. Right? From yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm losing matches and I'm just like laughing about it and That's stuff great. like that online and stuff and. You know, when I lose, I'm like, yeah, see, I lost because I didn't, I didn't anti-air, and he jumped in for a free, so I'm always putting this mix up every single time. I had one match where I fought against the Ryu, he blew me up, and then I started anti-airing him, and all of a sudden the fight completely changed because I got, ne I never got put into that mix-up, because I was like, because he just never got the free mix-up. Blocking a jump in means your opponent gets a free mix-up. That's not plus three. That's plus like sixteen. Like, that's terrible. <laughs> you are just in a terrible situation. So, oh, yeah, I'm not laughing losing with King because Tekken is a completely different story. <laughs> dude. Tekken is a... That's funny. Tekken is a, is a rough one right there because Tekken, the reason why it's harder is because I can't figure out why I lost. I don't know okay. why I lost outside of I didn't know that character could do that. That seems like a lot of stuff to learn. Right, and that's the frustration part, right? That's where the frustration comes from. When I play against people that, you know, long sets and stuff, and I lose, like, in ways that I can tell why I'm losing, like, it makes more sense. But then when you fight, like, against a Zafina, and, like, she's just doing these crazy stance things all day, and you're just like, what the hell is ever going on? You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard. Mm. But Street Fighter V, fortunately, is very easy enough that I can, like, I blocked a Cody Crouch medium kick and he hit me afterwards. And I was like, is that a plus one block? Right. And I looked it up, plus one. Yeah. That, I'm done. I learned everything you know I need why. to know, you know, and that's it. Totally. Tekken is, it's like, it's like uh, was that move plus on block? How do you do that move? What was that move? Okay. Then you fight the next one online and that person never uses that move <laughs> and they use like 700 other moves. Right. And you're like, crap. So it's a different story. It's a two, it it's is. a different story. It's a different story. And that's not saying I'm not enjoying. No, of course I, I get it. Yeah. But the 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 salt factor is definitely still there. So punishment training too. I cannot wait. If they make that thing super good, I am so excited for punishment training in Tekken Seven, dude. Oh, did I uh, beat Hey George in NRS games? Did you? Did I? I don't know. That was, the allegation of that was in the chat. Okay. Okay. Maybe I, I have checked out remember. the new Killick a little bit uh, and why Crownless King. I already checked him out a little bit, not too much. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get back into Soul Calibur because I've just been playing so many other fighting games. But we'll see. We'll see if I can actually do that. So. Fight a new rival. Damn, yeah. I did. Wow. <laughs> In injustice, funny. I did. No, I did. I'll take your word for it. I honestly don't remember. <laughs> I haven't been playing MK this month because I felt like I was close to that goal that I wanted to get to in Street Fighter V. Mm -hmm. And so I just wanted to concentrate on that with my game. Yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Now that I've reached it and I'm feeling pretty good about it, I'm definitely going to go back to MK and play more. Mm -hmm. But that's what I haven't been yeah. playing this month. Yeah, I mean, I haven't been playing Tekken. I played Tekken all of October. I had Techtober. Mm. And this month, uh, I kind of just took a break a little bit because, oh man, streaming that much burnt me out last okay. month. And then, uh, but then also, I just started streaming Street Fighter Five, and God, like I said, I, I just, I'm enjoying this character so much, totally. dude. It's she's so fun, dude. Oh God. And, and and keep in mind, I don't even think she's great. Like Cammy is clearly a better character. Oh, like, okay. I don't even think it's a question. Oh, okay. But, um, like she's like one or two small buffs away. I mentioned mm. from being oh, right, really, yeah. really, really good. 
Uh, but she's definitely mid height here. I think okay. she's not bad. She's not yeah, great. Seems right. But uh, she is like one or two buffs away from being kind of like super good. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. High five, dude. You have so many things to do with that character. Right. There's so many different ways to approach. So before, remember when I was finding you, like I couldn't figure out how to approach in the in the in the footsies. Yeah. Now, like there's like four or five different ways to get in, and I didn't even realize half of those existed. You know, and I played against a really good Lucia mm-hmm. like a few days ago. I don't know. Um, yeah, and yeah, it seems it seems like a she has a lot to do in that mm-hmm. matchup. Like she's got a lot yeah, of yeah, yeah. potential control, potential a lot of pressure, good stuff, a yeah. lot of good stuff. So. She's so fun, God, and and like I said, it's just it's inspiring me to play better, like even anti airing and stuff like that, and That's just great. playing smarter and actually learning to block, you know, because I just hate blocking. <laughs> like when I played against Thomas Five K when he used a Bison against me, I was just hitting buttons everywhere. Mm. He just hit me because Bison's plus on everything. Yeah. So I was dying everywhere. Everything's a frame trap. Like like kicking the ball is a frame trap. I was yeah. hitting buttons. I was just getting hit by everything, and so it's just well, on the other hand, like. Bison, the things he likes to do most are all guaranteed V reversals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, so if you ever does down forward fierce, ball, or scissors, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. knock that dude away. Mm-hmm. You just have to be willing to spend your meter for yeah. that, yeah, basically. So that's what I do as Honda. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, people talking to me at first felt that Bison blew up Honda. Mm-hmm. And the more that I play that, I feel like it's quite even. Because Honda can keep Bison out well, and... He can pressure fine, and if Bison does get in, then Honda Honda's view reversal knocks the opponent literally full right, screen. Right, right, mm-hmm, full mm-hmm. screen. Uh, so he's got to spend the whole time to get back in again. Mm-hmm. Now he's still got great pressure. <laughs> he's he bison, still does great yeah, damage. Uh, uh, right? There's yeah, yeah. there's enough that it's still definitely even. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't think it's a loss anymore. Yeah, I think Honda is way underrated right now. So. Me too. Um, just one of those characters. I mean, I, I honestly feel like Lucia might be the weakest of the three oh, really? characters, okay. but that's also because I fought your Honda, and I just think Honda is way good. I think Poison is the best of them. And that might be true. I think I, think Poison, I might agree with that. Yeah. I actually think Poison is the best one out of all three of them. But, I think you might agree with I might But agree again, that. do I think Lucia is even that much lower than Honda? No. No, no, no. No, because she has a wake-up uppercut. I have that option, you know you what do. I mean, which is still always a great thing to have. Although I lose a ton of matches because I do that, <laughs> so my problem is, and you you pick up on this too, is that every time I block a jump attack, I try to uppercut. After you block, yeah. After yeah. I block the jump attack, because my brain is so mad that I didn't anti air that I try to make up for it, right? Yeah. But the thing about it is that also comes from st. Because right, okay. Who cares if you block my uppercut when I'm camming? Sure. I'm usually safe. Usually safe. It doesn't matter. So I have to learn not to do that. Like I died to a bunch of people this last weekend in Utah because every time they they jumped in, I would just uppercut. Yeah, you know, it's, I, just, you, I gotta stop. You have that. identified it as a thing, yeah. so I'm sure mm-hmm. I'm sure you'll. Uh, ex uppercut and V trigger one uppercut. Lucia has uh yeah. has has true invincibility. So same as everybody. Nobody has a as a meterless invincible uppercut. Nobody does. Yeah, either V V meter timer or EX. Mm-hmm. Or I should play Ken. Yeah, exactly. That's a good way to put it. Kamala is a cop. What? Honda is just suffering from new character that's not a waifu syndrome. <laughs> that's actually probably pretty, true. If Honda played play. that way but looked like poison. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I don't think Honda that he's... Comes in, you can't have the show without the star. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, man. Uh, I, I don't think that he's as good as I initially thought G was or Abigail was. Right. Like, those are those are better uh, characters than Launch Honda. Launch those characters better than Launch Honda. Okay, that's cool. But still, so, he's pretty good. Solzan th- says that he actually thinks Lucia is the best. So that's actually cool. So I'm glad to hear that. And like I said, I do. I know what some of her weaknesses are, but you can make up for them. And again, a character having weaknesses is not a bad thing. That's what good character design. Agreed. A character not having any weaknesses is bad character design. Like freaking like Seth. Oh, Seth. It was especially Seth. Yeah, of Seth. Oh, I have a command grab. I have a teleport. I have a fireball. I have an uppercut. Oh, but he has. 50 what? less health than some characters. Yeah, I know. Ooh-wee. Yeah, if it's turned they should, out... They should never have given that character more health. Dude. They should have left him like he was in Vanilla when he had... Yeah, like I Like 650 agree. or whatever it was. He I had remember no Vanilla health in that was game. the best because Uppercut, FADC Uppercut with Cammy was 300 damage back yeah. then. No, it was more than that. No, it was 300. It was almost 50% of his life. And I miss that so much, dude. I miss that. Was it 750 at launch in Vanilla? Yeah. I don't remember now. God, that okay. was always so great. Just uppercut, FADC, uppercut, and he lost Anyway, all they should life. never have given that character life. They should never have made that character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In I the agree. first place. I agree. And if if the rumors are right and he's the last character that's coming out, I'm going to be very sad. That would suck. I really, really want Sodom. That would be a bummer. But I don't think Sodom is going to show I don't up. think Sodom's going to make it. But I also... So. I'd be happy if he did. But I just don't want Seth. Like... I'm cool with almost anybody, to be honest. So, but Seth, in particular, the design of has every tool is just dumb. Right, and and the best part about it is too. I still remember very early on in our commentary career when we didn't, we were just doing it because it was whatever. Yeah, it was like a, some Wednesday night fights, or or it was even like some more official tournament. But I was commentating one of online Tony's matches, and okay. he did stuff with Seth, and I was just like. God, I fucking hate this fucking <laughs> character. I hate this character. Like, I'll just like on stream. I'll just like nice. completely Got yelling about that character because I hated that character so God. much. Oh man, they did make him less less Jumpy. obnoxious by a little bit. Neutral I mean, jump fears wasn't the stupid right. Yeah. So not quite as wild, but man, like now. Okay, so if if it's supposed to be like. Seth, before he, like, learns every character's move <laughs> in the lore, maybe you could make him interesting then, because then you're designing a brand new character. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's if just if that else. happens, if it's if it's Seth called Seth, or looks mm-hmm. like Seth, but gameplay totally different, fine. To me, fine. Dude, you have, I'd rather not, but fine. You would be really cool if they did with him. What if they just made him a character? What if they made him rogue? Right, so that his V skill is a is a is a talent steal. Oh, okay. And every character he fights, he steals a specific thing from okay, them. Okay, sure. So so basically, he just like fights people, and if he actually talent steals Bison, then he gets a scissor kick, or something like that. So he has this really that's kind of a, probably a lot of work. It would be a lot of work. Wise, yeah, but, but it would be sick if be that's cool. what they did with them. Oh so. yeah, is SF four before SF five? I don't know. Boy, I've really shown a lot of weakness in the lore tonight, huh? <laughs> I don't know. But I guess that's true. That's, that's cool. right. SF4 is before SF5 in the lore. Yeah, but yeah. Third Strike is after? Yeah, after, after. Yeah. So SF4 is before Third Strike? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Which means Makoto was supposed to be like 11, but it just like doesn't work yeah, out that way. Yeah, and Ibuki? Yeah, she's supposed to be like 12 or what? something. Yeah, it just doesn't work that way. It just, huh. I mean, the game itself even tells you. If you go yeah. into arcade mode and like, 
highlight between the ones, it says canonical order, and it actually numbers oh, them. No too. way. Yeah, it does. It actually tells you the canonical order of all of them. Huh. So, yeah. No more lore for me. <laughs> all right. Well, anything else to talk about? Um, no, I think that's all for me. Uh, I am... Uh, hopefully next week I've been, been I've been in oh okay so there's a couple of things I want to talk about okay one uh, this weekend actually let me bring up the uh, picture here picture please let me bring up this picture because I told him I would do this for him <laughs> Nauticon hopes that Richard Dick is the last character <laughs> Dick Dick <laughs> whoa what's uh, oh I know what this is yeah yeah so uh, let's see he did that also last weekend uh, who, Olaf or me? Maybe I'm thinking of something else. Okay. But uh, this coming weekend... Oops. I had media is what I want to do. This coming weekend... Um, there it is. I watched the next episode of The Mandalorian and I thought it was a little bit better. Oh, episode three, you mean? I don't yeah. know. So, uh, this weekend, myself and Olaf will be joining Ronin Rumble as commentators uh, for this weekend. This is uh, Jeff the Hero's uh, uh, Samurai Showdown events that he runs, so we'll be doing that next week. Uh, he picked this picture because this is a picture with me and hit Jeff in it. <laughs> uh, I think it's just really funny. But we're going to be doing commentary for that. Okay. That's most I can say right now, but I, I will put throw out the hint that uh, keep track of i think in about an hour and a half he'll have a tweet about this weekend's event there's going to be something special about it so it's going to be a very exciting ronin rumble this okay weekend. so you definitely want to check it out so uh, ronin rumble is going to be a lot of fun it'll be streamed on jeff the hero's channel which is g-e-o-f-f-t-h-e-h-e-r-o jeff the hero so that's going to be on his stream, the Ronin Rumble tournament that he throws like every Sunday, except for like one Sunday of the of the month or something like that. So, uh, but that's going to be this weekend, and that should be a lot of fun. That's something he's done before, right? Ronin Rumble. Oh, he's been doing it like every weekend. Okay, because I watched uh, Tubaware got fourth last weekend, mm-hmm, and he mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. told me about it, and I watched it a little bit. Right. So just, that's uh-huh. what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, no, no. He's been constantly okay, doing cool, it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And, and all of the best players, like Andy OCR, right. Lord Jimmy Bones, they right. all play on that constantly. That's super cool. So, oh, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, so definitely want to check that out. Also, um, Iowa the Boat and Stout Helm uh, and some other guys are big Teppin players. And they talk to me on Twitter about Teppin all the time. They've invited me to jump on a Teppin podcast oh, at some point cool. in time. So next week, maybe, I might jump on a Teppin podcast with them and talk like Teppin stream? with them. It might or be a... a stream. It might be a record. I'm not 100% okay. sure. Uh, just, yeah. I'll let you guys know. Sure. But uh, they seem excited. I'm excited That's about awesome. that. So, yeah, because I've... I keep tweeting about it because I, know, I can't yeah, stop yeah. playing That's the damn awesome, game because yeah. the game is too damn addicting. That's and I great. Can't stop. Oh yeah, let, let us know when you more when you know more because I'd love to yeah, listen. Yeah, because I can't, and I'm so I'm terrible because I'm hoarding those souls. I have ten thousand souls. Everybody would kill to have ten thousand souls. Yeah. I still have my season pass, a legendary discount for sixteen hundred, and I still haven't spent it yet because I'm scared of buyer's remorse crafting the wrong legendary and I have six I have ten thousand souls a right lot now. Of souls. I have a lot if I craft something, I will still have eight thousand five hundred souls. <laughs> hey. Man, I hate it. Man. I hate it. 
Can you believe that Jeff wants people to think that G-E-O-F-F spells Jeff? Yeah, I know, right? My brother is named Jeff, and it's definitely a much better Is it J-E-F-F? Yeah, he's J-E-F-F. Well, my dad is also G-E-O-F-F. Oh, really? Oh, okay, okay, okay. He's always told us stories about how... So he named... He and my mom named us all, like, very obvious names. You can't misspell David. Right, okay, okay. In fact, like, other countries have David as well, and although it's pronounced David in some places... It's always spelled the same. Right. There's no difference ever. Okay. So they specifically picked those names because my dad got tired of being called, like, uh, his, his lineup was like, people called him Goof, people, <laughs> called, people called him Goff. <laughs> he said... Do these people not know about Toys R Us? I mean, come on, dude. In the 50s, I'm not sure they did. Because uh, he, he, he would talk about how when a new school year came around, and there'd be a new teacher, and the teacher would be, like, calling everybody's names. Hello, yeah. yeah. The teacher doesn't know anybody's name yet. That would always be the time when he would hear, like, goof or geff or goff. Uh-huh. He said one person said, Gregory? <laughs> what? <laughs> that always cracks me up. Uh, Jeffrey? Right. Gregory? <laughs> uh, and yeah. then apparently there was one time when he got fed up with them saying goof uh-huh. <laughs> and... He just, t- before that, he would always be like, that's me, it's pronounced Jeffrey. And then at some point when he was a little older, he just refused to raise his hand. And so the teacher did, did like a full-on Bueller moment. Oh, right, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Goof. 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 And <laughs> eventually his friend was like, it's this idiot right here. <laughs> can see where you get your <laughs> I guess <laughs> oh man that's funny oh man yeah James is another kind of good one that a lot of people can't really pronounce wrong yeah or, or spell differently because there's yeah. really only one James right so, yeah <clears throat> all right is that really a real spelling d-a-f-f-y-d david come Daffy. on david what is that Welsh or something I don't know I've never heard of that. <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, that's all I had. Shoutouts again for them for giving me my cool Utah shirt. So, good stuff to them. Dang, it's real. Daffod. But this has got to be like, this is for sure like some Welsh spelling or Celtic or whatever. It's Gaelic. Let's see. No way I was right. Here's a news story. <laughs> Come, this is actually a weird one. But here it is. Committed homosexualist Daffod lives in the Welsh town of something spelled L-L-A-N-D-D-E-W-I-B-R-E-F-I. So I was actually right. I can't believe it. Let's definitely bird out. I don't know. That's a very weird way to describe somebody, but that's what the website said. Thanks, guys. Welsh. Welsh? 